Yo, what's good? It's TPJ. We're back here. We're live. Hoops and brews. Um, just so you guys know, this is before the Warriors Lakers. So before you decide to take your ass in the comments and start whining about how there's no Warriors versus Lakers analysis, number one, it's the Super Bowl tomorrow. So if you think I'm editing when a Super Bowl is on, you're out of your damn mind. And number two, who cares? They're going. They probably won't even meet each other in the playoffs anyway. So special guest today. Coach, Coach, go Nick. ahead. Coach Nick from of D-Ball Breakdown. Go ahead, get your plug in. Hey, uh, listen, uh, you know where to find me. Just type in D-Ball and autofill for you on YouTube, and I do all these videos. I will do a breakdown of the game tonight between the Warriors and Lakers, and it will be on the Free Dawkins channel if you uh, okay. watch yeah, actually, yeah, 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 yeah. I've been, I've been actually seeing that. I saw that the other day because yeah. like, I work, in, uh, I work in, in like digital content and stuff like that, and, and the other day when I saw it, I was like, wow, did he rip Coach's video? And then no, I saw it. I was like, yeah. oh, okay, yeah. Oh, we're just a little, little yeah. collab. Why yeah. not? That's, you know? yeah. Yeah, that's great. No, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, the audience, so, yeah, no, that's great. Yeah, I like. I love his channel. I mean, he was honestly the the, the original guy yeah, to me. Yeah, the first. You know, yeah, yeah. He's I like, like the OG yeah, of OGs right, for yeah, highlight yeah, stuff. Yeah, so, so right. I think it was Dawkins, right? And then they got rid of Dawkins, and then they had free Dawkins. Yeah, free Dawkins. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So. yeah. Listen, it's nice. I mean, look, you know, is he what is he really doing? Just kind of like putting up some highlights. Yeah. Not you know, but I mean, yeah. I'm helping legitimize a little bit, give him some yeah, analysis yeah. too. You know, we'll see. But uh, no, he he, I, he's such a big resource for me because I when I'm looking for like quick clips mm -hmm. of yeah. like mm -hmm. alternate angles, it's like yeah. I go to him. Yeah, yeah. so that's great, no, man. It makes Thanks, the, coach. It, it 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 definitely makes the common fan a little bit more informed, mm -hmm. a lot more informed, which is appreciated. Yeah. Yeah, much appreciated. Yeah, he even met some woman at a nightclub, and she was like, she's been following some hoops and brews, and now yeah, she like, like messages she, us every day, like, I love the knowledge that you guys are giving about basketball. Yeah, so. I was watching like the '96 finals, and I was just talking about how the three-point line was moved in, and the fact that the Bulls are so long is kind of really unfair. If you like, yeah, if you right. move it in, and like everybody's above six six, and we do this, we cover up harder courts. Like, oh my god, that's so insightful. I'm like, I didn't really think that was that insightful, but okay, hey, no, it's a good point. <laughs> okay. that, that could be a good video too, because we forget that that for those two the years, three-point line, yep, yeah, three-point line was moved in, yeah. A weird convergence of events for that year when they broke the record for wins and like and three point three line. They had a lot back. to do with yeah. it. I watched yeah. a lot of games that season and people was coming up court pulling. Yeah. Like Scotty was even coming up court shooting pull up threes. Mm -hmm. I'm like, all right, yeah, they had to move this. Yeah, when Scotty starts coming like, up, they had, had to pull up threes. Back. Yeah, Scotty, like Scotty, Scotty could definitely shoot the ball, but Scotty Pippen shooting pull up threes off the dribble. Come on, they got to move that line. Back. <laughs> right. Got to move that line. What do you back. think Steph Curry would shoot if the line was still as close as it was? Oh my percentages? God. Well, I was talking to some guys, some guys like NBA shooters about mm -hmm. like what about the a 15 footer that makes it easier, and we all shot the mm -hmm. ball, and we all shoot from distance, and it's like so it's a little bit. You don't have to like you don't have to shoot it as hard. Like it's a weird thing mechanically to figure out what is the difference. So you know, so to me, you know, and obviously we know it's a fact. You do shoot better when you get closer. So the bottom line is to answer that question. Um, you know, he easily be over fifty percent. You know yeah. what I mean? Like easily over fifty yeah. percent, maybe like fifty-five. We're gonna have fifty percent three-point shooters, I think. Once we tune it in and figure out exactly how to which shots we should take and which shots we shouldn't take. So I did a video a few weeks ago about like. You know, ten or fifteen percent of the total shots with threes we take just shouldn't be taken. <laughs> Should not be taken. You know, they're just <laughs> it bad. Might, it, it might even be higher than that. I watch some games and I'm like, yo, you got three offensive rebounds and you took four straight threes. Oh, well, every, that's every, every Rockets game. Yeah. Every, every Rockets game. Rock like, come on, bro. yeah. And even I, Harden gunning for his 30s. 
thirty. That was that that that. Just, everybody yeah. on Twitter was mad, but I mean, fuck you. If I'm about, if I got a streak of thirty, I'm continuing my like, streak. We lost already. But I love that. But they also but they also use that as an argument of like, well, Steph Curry's better than everybody else because he plays thirty minutes a game. It's like, well, make up your mind, man. Like 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 you like he, is he better than everybody else because he plays less minutes, or do you want the guys to finish the game? Like, if Steph would have stayed in, he would have had sixty. We hate Kerr. Like, actually, <laughs> well, what do you think point. about that? What do you think about the Warriors fans? Like, they've been on Steve Kerr's ass this year for basically turning Steph Curry into what they believe is just a shooting guard. How do you feel about that? Oh, I, I think I think Curry has carte blanche to do whatever he wants. And so what you're seeing out there is what Curry is training wants to do. I think he decided this last summer, I'm going to become a ruthlessly efficient guy. I'm not going to be doing all the crazy stuff and wearing myself out. You know, that we've seen what happens mm-hmm. when they do. Uh, and he, you know, these random injuries that they have to avoid. So, you know, I, I just think Steve Kerr is just, it's just a lab for him. He's mm-hmm. just experimenting. Yeah, he it doesn't matter. He knows it doesn't yeah. matter. Um, and he has, all, I mean, listen, Boogie coming in too is just been a, uh, and I think that they're really excited. I don't think they realize how well that would work. Yeah, I saw some stat yeah. yesterday where their offensive efficiency numbers are like 13 yeah, points higher. higher a game with Boogie on right. the floor. And by the way, crazy. and I tweeted this out, I'm like, his best asset to them is like his screening. Yeah. His screening and like yeah, his screening. offensive yeah. rebounding. Yeah. You going to apologize yeah. to him for calling him most space? What for Ooh. telling? He was basically like Boogie needs to be like Mo Spates in his I offense. I mean, in many ways he kind of is. Yeah, in many yeah. ways he kind of is. He just passes a little. I mean, obviously Mo couldn't pass like him, but in many no. ways he kind of is. And, but he, and he also can get the rebound, then bring the ball up court, yeah, which bring the, it up court. then all because that means that. Clay and uh, Curry are now yeah, just sprinting and getting open. Sorry. So, so all that stuff is great. And by the way, like even the offensive rebounds. Imagine um, Looney getting the offensive rebound mm-hmm. and then trying to put it back up versus yeah, yeah, that's a big yeah. difference. Yeah, and that opens up everything. Uh, they don't get they don't call him. Uh, he's an all star. He gets for the benefit of the calls on those screens and setting, which the other guys don't. Mm-hmm. So you know, I think it's been uh, unlocking a lot of stuff. I yeah. haven't looked at the numbers, yeah. but that's the case. Yeah. I'm not surprised. Yeah. He also I, just is still like Draymond definitely does move on every screen, which I know you get mad about. But even just watching, Draymond and just Looney. Too slow. Looney like, hold on one quick hold on one quick second before we be, before we continue. The main camera, I don't know for some reason, cut out. So I'm not sure if the first four minutes were there. So if you if the first four minutes are not there and this is just starting, just with hoops and brews, we got Coach Nick with us. Yeah, and you missed the best yeah. part of the whole show. And you, yeah, you missed the you missed the best part. The first three minutes were like the most riveting shit you've ever heard in your life. But we can continue. But, but honestly, the, the thing with I mean, well, I guess we can just talk about the Warriors first since we talk about the Warriors. Um, the thing that shot me with Boogie actually is his defense hasn't been god awful. I thought that his defense would be worse than what it is, and he seems like his first couple games he was fouling a lot. Mm-hmm. I actually like I actually looked this up. He's pretty much been top 10 in fouls pretty much every single year. If he plays over 65 games, he's top 10. Last time he played 70 games, he led the league, like, by far in fouls. So I thought, like, that was one thing. And I think Draymond led the league in fouls, and they, they, they went 72 and 10. I think Draymond, so I thought, like, the fouling would be one thing that may slow the game down for them and hinder them a little bit. But defensively, he's been great. I mean, again, I, I, I personally, the best thing I saw him do uh, since he's been back here was that open court steal on Kyrie. Okay. Guy was like, okay, okay, you just stole it out. First of all, Kyrie don't get the ball stolen from him much. No. And the fact that Boogie stole the ball, he's going for a crossover, and he stole the ball from the man, and I think that that, that was the play that uh, Clay hit the three, and then he pushed the lead three points, and after that, the game was pretty much over with right. after that. So, I mean, I, honestly, I've been impressed by the way Boogie has looked. I don't know how good he is off the Achilles yet because obviously the Warriors have so many of your deficiencies, mm-hmm. which is also why it's very, very smart for him to go there. Like, they don't – Need him on the court, right? So it's like, I mean, can you imagine going to a situation like New Orleans 
and like they need you back. So now they're gonna come back in like December and there's more on you. I remember And then Anthony Davis then, yeah, requests yeah, the trade to the Lakers. Like I remember <laughs> I remember like I think about two nights before he even tore the Achilles. I think he played fifty six minutes minutes against the Bulls. I yeah, was, was like, yo, overtime why game. is he playing that many minutes? He's too big. He can't do that. Mm-hmm. So, again, I don't necessarily know how much he's lost and how much he hasn't lost, but he looks good. Well, you can tell he can't lift off that leg. Yeah. And, and like, uh, one of my buddies who's a real big biomechanics guy who I'm always interacting on Twitter is really concerned watching his movement patterns. It isn't great, and really? it's probably to be expected. You know, he's going to be off. He's going to be stronger in one leg than the other. Uh, but he he's worried, and I see what he means. Like there's just an imbalance there when he's like he's re- uh, using the other leg a lot more, and that usually leads to other yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. the one thing that will protect him from that is like minutes, and I don't think he's playing a ton of minutes. No, right currently now. right now, Demarcus Cousins is playing 22.3 minutes per game. He's averaging 13.8 points per game, 6.8 rebounds per game, four assists, one steal, yeah. 0.7 blocks, two turnovers, and 4.2 personal fouls, which is his <laughs> second that, career highest yeah. behind. Okay. 2016, 2017. But that's in 22 minutes. Yeah. That's all, the only thing so. that worries me about. Yeah. So basically, I had on here, can anybody beat the Warriors? His per 36 fouls is 6.7. That's the... <laughs> see, see, see. What, what, about, what about other numbers? Are um, his per 36 are points. Be. He's 22.3. Oh, that's it. Personal okay. fouls, 6.7. Turnovers, 3.2. Blocks, 1.1. Steals, 1.9. Assists, 6.4. Total rebounds, 11. Total yeah. rebounds um, per 36. He's shooting about 76% from the free throw line and 46%, oh. okay. I'm sorry, 46.2% per, um, for his per 36, which is actually his highest he's ever had in his career in terms of shooting the ball. Really? Which is which is the thing that I think helps him a lot more as well because kind of before, like, Boogie was always one of those guys when he was big. I like, have you ever watched, like, street ball, like, and one? Do you remember, um, okay, great. actually, do you remember Ray for Austin? Is it Ray for Austin's brother? Ray Frost's um, brother, El, um, Escalade. Escalade, he's got like a brother that's like a taller guy, but he's like a he- really heavy set guy. Okay. Really, really yeah. heavy set Sounds guy. Familiar. And in the end, he's just like this big, huge guy that could just dribble and make shots and do all these super smooth moves and get to the rim. Boogie had that element of like smoothness. Now I think a lot of that is gone. So even with the Warriors saying that they feel like he got better in terms of his skill, I understand it because you have to, especially if you can't move off one leg and you're just trying to basically play yourself into a max contract from the Knicks because they're going to wind up striking out. It's going to be Knicks going to wind up with Chris Middleton and DeMarcus Cousins next year, and I'm going to laugh I mean, my ass if off. If it's Chris Middleton, DeMarcus Cousins, and a number one, number two pick, the basketball is back in New York. I would go to the Garden to watch that. Would you not? You going to the playoffs most likely, most likely in the EC. In the should, EC if Boogie can't get, should. I mean, yeah, yeah. Boogie, Chris Middleton, the number one pick. I'm watching that. I'm tuning in these games. It's right. better than what they got out there now. Why is Middleton gonna leave? See, I don't know how much money Milwaukee's gonna offer him. Okay, All Star. He's a max slot player. If you get Otto Porter a max, give Chris Middleton a max. Yeah. I'm sorry, like. Period. And they, I mean, they can. Do can that, they? Yeah, yeah. I, I think they created the cap room where, like, they have a room for like a max slot next year. Right, because that Giannis is already. I, don't, I actually can't remember what his his contract I think is. Like one fifty or something. Uh, like oh, so he already did a big one, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, they they should be able to because I'm trying to think like Bledsoe's deal can't be that great. And um, I think Bledsoe's deal is up after Giannis is currently this. on a four year, one hundred million dollar deal. He's making twenty four point one million this year. Yep, twenty five point eight next year and twenty five yeah, so twenty seven point five the last year. So they could easily do whatever they want to do to get to keep Melton, and they should. I think he's yeah, the definitely. second best player. I, you know, Milwaukee fans are, are a strange 
bunch. You know, I come from Chicago. You know, we come yeah. from Chicago, so it's like I nearby know them. The, on Twitter, man, they're r- brutal. And like, so, so you know, we can talk about this later. But like the Bledsoe thing, like you know, he's just a guy who drives coaches crazy. Mm-hmm. And man, I had people coming at me for like for weeks now. They're just like dropping stuff at me. And I'm really? like, you know, you know. And the Middleton to me is the second best player on that team, and they're all and the out, best so, scorer to me. Yeah, I think all, that like, when it's crunch time, you are, you are, you actually go to Middleton before you go to Giannis. Dude, I think that George Hill is going to play more crunch time than. I said time. that earlier because that's why I thought the George Hill trade was great because Bledsoe just even judging off. Remember, I think it was Game One last year. Middle, playoff, Middleton like, says one more that man year left on his deal. By the way, in the paint. Oh, okay. I don't um, think 2019, that would to 2020. Hill. I don't yes. think defensively he's oh, longer, okay. he's bigger, he's better defensively than what Bledsoe is. Um, and I think that that's like, like I feel like one of the main things that Milwaukee's prides itself on is uh, length. So if you got Hill, Brogdon, Giannis, Middleton, and Brooke out there, we do this, we covering up half the court. Yeah. So well, I think at crunch time. Well, also well, he, has he has a player defense. option. He has a player option. Yeah. Wingsman, yeah. I think is like yeah, yeah. He's got like a six eleven and something like that. He's only six four, yeah, whatever yeah. he is. So so he's got some of that too. But uh, yeah, I mean like even the thing when they played Harden and it was just crazy and, and it worked. You know, so I'm like I must be an idiot, but. They wanted to play hard and kind of like what Pippen had described, yeah. mm-hmm. and yeah. but he he somehow translated into head like I'm gonna be like completely behind him and just <laughs> let him get like a straight line drive into the lane. And the weird thing was it worked. Harden was so confused that he was so easily getting in the lane that they were like he was throwing these weird bounce passes and turning it over. And he still had forty two. It wasn't like it stopped him at all. <laughs> but um, but then you watch like George Hill and he shaded in the right way, but yeah. he was at least in better position. So to me, it was like this is the good uh, uh, opportunity to, to show you why Hill is a better for a coach who will trust yeah. him better. That said, I have seen some bad stuff from Hill. Like his defense has been tra- problematic as well. Weirdly so because he's usually so solid. Um, and offensively, he's been a little bit up in the air, too. I watched a lot too. of George Hill last year. I, I, I promise you, I didn't see him make a mid-range shot off the pick and roll in two years. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, literally, I didn't see him make a mid-range shot off the pick and roll in legit, like, two years. Right. Well, you know, he probably he won't even take any anymore, right? Now he's He'll taking mad three. I, I, yeah. I saw him. They were playing some. Who they playing? I think, that, I think it was in a Raptors game. This man came down court and pulled up from, like, 26 feet. I'm like, George, that's not you. <laughs> that's what we're talking about, right? The three-point shots, they have to eliminate. I'm like, I'm like Hill, dog. Like, what? No. You are a guy, if I'm wide open and I'm set and I get past the ball, I'm shooting it. This man came down court and pulled up 28 feet. I don't know, man. It's funny because I, I was playing. I was a really good shooter, and we never were allowed to shoot threes off the dribble ever. And, uh-huh. and it would have been like it would have been off the hook if they allowed me to do that. And so I was playing like even later, like when I'm in like 30s, and I'm playing pickup, and I get hot. Like yeah, I'm pulling from like, yes, seven right. half inside of the half court line, you know, and I'm and I'll hit like half of them, you know, because no one's guarding yeah. me out there. Yeah. So I get it, I, you know, I kind of get it. And imagine like the 11, 12 year olds who are watching this, and they're gonna have years of practicing that shot. According so, to him, that, that's uh, teaching the youth bad basketball. Yeah, I disagree with that. I though. just think that there are better think, shots that you can get than that. Now, granted, if you're on fire and you're hot, fine by all means, take them. But you can run a better play than that. Well, it's like in the, in the in the transition, like pulling up early, and then like you know, sometimes I'll see three on one breaks and somebody shooting the three. What are you doing? Well, you know. By the way, the argument could be that you have two guys going in for the rebound. You know, that's not a bad idea because then you know you'll get it and lay it up or something. So I don't know. I, we're we're at, we're at a crossroads. We are at a crossroads where we have to figure it out. Uh, and I think at some point the Rockets are going to the math will play it out where we're going to see the frequency of three point percentage. There will be an optimal amount. I think we're probably beyond it a little bit. <laughs> uh, you know, like like the you were talking about the um, Spurs. You know, they had the lowest three point frequency, the highest three point percentage, yeah. and they're top six seven in, in offensive rating, and they're they're like killing it too. Yeah. So like somewhere around there is probably more optimal. Yeah. You know, because they're taking like 
the better shots. The better but shots, yeah. Um, yeah, which is yeah. ironic because I mean, even with that in the office of efficiency, Pop talks talked about how he hated the NBA now, but it's like now your team kind of leveled out. I haven't really been hearing that much from Pop in terms of being disgruntled with threes. Like when they were getting burned by him earlier in the year, when everybody was putting up 140, Pop was like, what the fuck is going on? And now that everything's kind of calmed down. I haven't really heard too much from Pop complaining yeah. about threes and the offense and the way things are going now because things kind of align. But also, if I got to watch DeMar DeRozan shoot threes every day, I would be mad as fuck yeah, too. I would be mad as fuck. I thought that he would shoot better this year. He's shooting like 29% from three. I thought he'd be better. DeMar's one of those... He doesn't really take that many. Yeah, he doesn't take... The funny, yeah. the weird part about DeMar this year is that I I don't... Yeah, it's, it's, man, he's cooking, like coming off the best year of his career. He, I, he's uh, having a really he's, good he's, year, honestly. Yeah, he, like, I haven't even noticed he exists. And maybe nah, that's just because he's in San Antonio, which is probably why Kawhi was like, I need to get out of here. He's not scoring the same, but he's doing doing things better than what he did. I feel, I feel like his playmaking is better. I feel like he's defending a little bit better. He's doing some things better, but he's just not scoring at the same clip because it's, it's Pop. Like, right. I mean, Pop had Tim Duggan averaging 18 points. Well, I mean, to be fair, he is averaging yeah, basically 21. two more rebounds than he averaged yeah. last year and one more assist. Yeah, he's, so, yeah. I mean, yeah. What does he have for points? 21? Yeah, yeah, he's at 21.4. He's 20 in the league in points right now. Yeah, so, you know, and, and he is a threat. Like, you got to... Yeah, you have to, yeah, especially yeah, if he gets yeah. hot. But. Yeah, so it's like he's doing... It's, it's the same game he's always had, and he takes these really tough mid-range, and he can hit them because he's tall and he yeah. can elevate. I had to get over that. Like, if, I don't know, two or three years ago when he's really kind of came into his own, mm-hmm. I'm like, the guys are in his face from mm-hmm. 18. It's a little, it's a long two. Should be taking yeah. him, but he was he could hit him, and I'm like, all right, I had to accept like this is a shot yeah. he can make. I'm yeah. not gonna you know you know criticize that anymore. It's like that's the thing about the mid range, right? It became mm-hmm. this four letter word because they looked at the macro thing of everybody shooting the mid range, mm-hmm. and of course half the people taking those shots are the are who the defense wants yeah, to take, to take those mid Yeah, like when Harden takes mid range, just because the defense wants him to go mid range. Yeah. yeah, but it's like if Clay is shooting in Steph yeah. and those guys, they're going to be really good at yeah. that, and then the numbers would not bear out that you should avoid those. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and that's, that's also why his what? disrespect towards Steph Curry saying he can't do things all around the floor. No, 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 you no, act no, like no, he is. You still, but but he's he is the biggest Steph Curry disrespecter that I know personally. The only thing I'm saying about Steph is I think that Kyrie is a better scorer if we look at technically. No, you said Kyrie is better than Steph. Stop lying. Things, no, you said he was listen, better than him. Listen, Make up your listen, goddamn listen, mind. Listen, listen, Don't start flip flopping. Don't listen, start listen, that shit no, now. Listen, I think he's more skilled at certain things. Yes, I do. I and dribbling, that's it. No, no, I think, dribbling and that's it. No scoring. I think he's a little bit of a better defender. I think he's a better passer now. But, but, but what? Who but, you seen Kyrie lock down? Listen, listen, listen. But what helps his passing is the fact that he dribbles better. So. He can make those like one hand cross court passes from this or like, Man, like why are you angles. like you act Kyrie like Steph Curry can't pass the fucking right. ball? I didn't say he couldn't pass the ball. I just think Kyrie's really good. You disrespectful as I fuck to that man. You act like serious. I just think Kyrie's really good. Steph used to throw those left handed hook passes across the, the court on the money for a right hand corner three. He, I think Steph has gotten to the point now where he's just refined his game. It's, he's it's ruthlessly efficient. efficient. He's, not gonna, he's not going to, he's not, but he, we've seen, we know he can do that. Like CJ McCollum can do all of that, but yeah. he doesn't. Probably because he lacks, like, he's not insane. Like, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes he's a little crazy. They're like, mm-hmm. you know, I'm going to yeah. really do all that great stuff. Um, but I know he can do it. I know a lot of the guards can do it. And part of it is probably even um, 
uh, confidence. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you're out there, there's 20,000 people watching, yeah. and you, you miss it, and you, yeah. it's embarrassing, yeah. right? So you got to have yeah. that, that sense. So maybe that's sort of what happens. Because you know, like, you know, D'Angelo Russell could do that, yeah. I would imagine. Yeah, I don't can. think they can do it like Kyrie. I, listen, I Kyrie's on a different I, level. Like, Kyrie, to me, to me personally, now granted, I, I haven't seen everything. I'm only 27 years old, mm-hmm. so I haven't seen everything. But when it comes to scoring the basketball, Kyrie is the best scorer for a small guard I've ever seen in my life. I will say he's better finisher at the rim than Steph. His yeah. ability to finish, and by the way, you look Through at the contact. numbers. Sometimes his numbers aren't as high as my eye test tells me, for whatever reason. But the skill involved and the way he can lay it up off the glass at every angle over any size big man is just—it blows my mind. And I remember I was—I'm like, I, I need to interview him at one point. We, we got—I got to get to the bottom of like how he developed that so so well. Mm-hmm. Somebody's like, oh, he just did the mic and drill. That was his big thing, his answer. No, no, you know no. Mike and drill, right? He did. The, well, he, 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 he started he shooting like that because yeah. when he said when he was the a backboard, kid, the backboard bro. on one of his rims, like half of the backboard was gone. So when he wanted to make layups off the backboard, he had to hit off specific spots in order for it to go into the basket. So as a kid, okay. like growing up with yeah. a broken basketball rim, he just yes. would throw yeah. it up that and land it off angles. of certain stuff. Okay. And that's how he got good at doing that. That makes a lot more sense because the mic and drill, if, if we all know, it's like step, hook, step, hook, mm. step, hook under the basket. Oh, yeah. And you can do yeah. it as a reverse yeah. too. But like that ain't doing it. Like he's, that's not Kyrie would about... send George Mike to the hospital with broken ankles. Because like something, he's doing something else to practice the full speed double yeah. pump, you know, all that stuff going. It's, he, that's, that's such a stationary drill he does that there's no way yeah. that informed him yeah. on how to make the other ones. So, but I'll give him that as far as you're talking about Steph and, and Kyrie. But uh, I mean, they're both. It's just sickening how good those guys no, they are. are. You know, I look, um, look. I don't know. I, I don't. I still don't is, think. I'm still not sold on Kyrie as a number one though. Like I'm, just, I, I'm, I'm just not. I'm, re- I'm really not. Like, I understand I, that because he's got to call LeBron again. And, he's not a. He's he's number one. Not a great leader. And he's I disagree n- with that. He's still 26 years old. What he's the, still what growing. What the fuck does that mean? LeBron it's was a great leader from day one. I don't want to hear mean, that but, shit. I mean, I mean, but LeBron's a different Get the type. Fuck of, I mean, out of here! Like, Stop on, that! How he gonna? How you gonna ask LeBron's other people to be accountable, but you can't be accountable for your fucking self? Get out of here. No, but he, Kyrie was Kyrie was averaging 16 points for the first month of the season. Because he was trying to figure it out. It wasn't Fuck like he couldn't no. average more. Well, then don't turn around and get mad at Tatum for being like, a young guy trying to figure it like out. He's like 27 in January, and they've been winning. They've been eight, like, like first of all, the Celtics have been winning. They're third in the East now. Okay. I think, no, I think maybe fourth. I think they're like 33 that don't make him. Now. That don't make you a good leader just because you He's win. He's getting better. It's a process. It's his second year I was actually having his reading own the, team. It's I, a process. I was actually reading an article this morning on uh, ESPN where basically they just kind of broke down like how 80s trade scenario kind of shifted all of these things around in the league in terms of GMs. And the main person they talked about in the article was Kyrie Irving and how he don't get along really with Brad Stevens because Brad Stevens don't always put the ball in his hands at the end of games and wants to run actual plays. And he's, he's called out Jason Tatum a couple times, Terry Rozier a couple times, called out Gordon Hayward. Like, that's not good leadership. Doing it in the media is not good leadership. I don't give a fuck what anybody says. Well, I don't see Steph Curry. I've never. I don't even think I've ever seen him call anybody out on his team. I mean, no, yes, but, but, but you've seen LeBron do it. I have I mean, seen LeBron like, do it, but I thought. But I, but I've said many a times that I thought when LeBron did stuff like that, it was bad leadership. On, even last year with the whole Tristan Thompson thing, one of the first episodes we had of the season was me saying that I thought LeBron was starting to act like a bad leader on that team because of what he was doing, even in the Tristan but Thompson also, situation. But also, I'll say this: Steph's situation is a little bit different than Kyrie's. Kyrie's let me talk. Let me talk. You get traded somewhere to a team that's had success without you. You were a rival. We can't we can't ignore that. Like Boston and Cleveland were rivals beforehand. You get you get traded there. They've had 
um, success without you. They are one game away from the finals without you. You do have a whole bunch of young guys. It's different from Steph being from building around Steph. They didn't build around Kyrie. These guys were already there, and Kyrie got traded there. And what they like, have to do with work. him being a good leader? A lot. You, go, you get a new job a at a new lot. place just because you go there don't mean you start fucking up shit just because I mean, you ain't been really there before. Shit, That's though? how you get your ass is fired. He, but, but wait, wait. Kyrie don't have a Kyrie. Is he really fucking up shit, though? I mean, how? What you mean? Everybody talking about trading him to goddamn team. That's not his fault. What the fuck you mean? They're He's the best player on the team. Bro, lost stop. Is they he not supposed play. to be the one galvanizing the team and bringing them together? I think he is. They've been winning lately. Yeah, I mean, because he's playing really because lately. he's playing fucking basketball, and then, and then even in that article, it basically was like if once Kyrie Irving basically was like, I'm just gonna take the ball and shoot it and do what I want to do. They've been winning a little bit more. I think that's what he had to do. I feel you. Right, you guys are probably both right. I think there's you know, he's he's growing and he's trying to figure it out. He's so you're, he's trying to figure it out. He hasn't figured it out yet, and we'll see what happens. But they better get, get, get that right quick. Really, really, <laughs> they're gonna get destroyed by Philadelphia yeah. in the second round, and it's gonna be glorious. They're going to get Embiid is gonna average like forty. Personally, because Ben is Ben Ben. I've been seeing I've been seeing him run so many post ups now for Ben Simmons. It's damn near like you got two centers on the court, and usually when people come to either double team him or they try to shade towards his direction and check him, he's so good at seeing plays before they happen. It's a pass there. Somebody gets an open layup. Even and they also have been having him inbound the ball now in late game situations. Like even I was watching one of his highlight reel plays, the the pass to Jimmy, the lob over the top to Jimmy for Jimmy to grab an easy layup at the end of a game. Like though they're not the same team as they were last year. It's an right. entirely different well, team than they were last year. How they played against the Warriors really impressed me. Yeah, because the Warriors were playing well for a lot of that game, mm-hmm. and they could not get away from them. And then they kept you know Philly hung around, hung around, and finally took control of that game. Very impressive what they okay, did there. So. Question, going back to the Warriors, do you think anybody can beat the Warriors? No. Not in the seven-game series. Not, no chance. No, because remember, Clay wasn't playing that game. Clay, but, yeah, Clay, Clay, Clay. but that has to be a frustrating thing for them. We're like, man, we can't even beat the Sixers at home without Clay. Like, that has to be what they felt. But that's how good they are. They're at that point where they kind of like, you know, can, can nitpick that way. But uh, no, no one could beat them. And I think that's what everyone knows. They feel... You know, now that said, because like the Rockets almost do it last year. I mean, they, they yeah. I, you know, I kept saying that up until the other week. I'm like, you know, they kind of did, but they also kind of only got in the situation up 3 2 because they mm-hmm. played Chris Paul like 55 minutes a game. They did yeah. play Chris and Paul. And it was guaranteed and then, you know, he was going to blow a tire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, he he's the king of blowing tires when it matters. CP2, yeah. ski mask, uh, Paul. <laughs> yeah. Stealing $40 million a year from your favorite well, NBA it's, franchise. It's the Antonio's fault. He has no control over playing time. We saw it with Kobe when he did the Achilles. We're seeing it now. Yeah. And uh, we saw wow, it. Yeah, he was a coach when Kobe tore Yeah. But you don't remember, they were trying to get the playoffs and Kobe played like Yeah, Kobe was going insane. He played Three minutes yeah. a game for like yeah. ten straight games and then blew out yeah. his Achilles. Yeah. It's like what? What did you expect? Now I know, I know they're going to come yelling at me saying uh, Achilles, it's, it's Eric tears are not related to. Da, 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 yes, but, they are. I don't care what it is. Yeah. Yes, they are. Yeah. <laughs> yes, they are. Yeah. Like I remember even watching that stretch. Like yo, because it was like the last time we saw Kobe, Kobe. Like we saw 07 Kobe for that probably ten game stretch. Yeah, right. And I'm like, yo, he's 34 years old. I don't think this can last. No. And then I remember I'm like, yo, like crazy to it against the Warriors. I think Harrison Barnes was guarding him. If I'm like not yeah, mistaken, yeah, he was. And foul. But 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 I remember thinking like, yo, I don't know if this can last. Mm-hmm. But but with the Warriors, um, yeah. I still think that they're the favorites, obviously. But I think that people are so quick to just hand them the trophy. I think we'll see a decent playoffs. Like I think that there are things that you can do. I think that one thing why the offensive efficiency is so high right now is you barely have a scouting report for what to do when Boogie's on the court. Okay. Um, I actually think for one. One thing he does, he Boogie takes shots away sometimes from Steph and Clay. 
And I would rather have Steph and Clay taking those shots than I would Boogie. And also, he fouls a lot. You can like slow the game down. Okay, um, you can get him out of the game. I think you can yeah, definitely do that. Yeah, you I'm can ball like trouble. they have they have guys that like if you're good at drawing fouls, you can slow the game down every possession mm-hmm. and make it be no rhythm to the game. Yeah, Steph and then, likes and then the you know what I do, Kevin Durant. One of the greatest top five scores of all time. That's take fine. your ass out there and get motherfucking buckets. Look, and that's what look, happens. Listen, and that's why I can't nobody but fucking but touch but them. Because he is the but great but equalizer. But listen, but listen, listen, in those games, when KD goes crazy for 40, usually they're close. Because KD can't score as fast Here's as the, Steph the does. Curry, right like now. Steph, yeah. if he goes off for 44, he might have put up 20 in three minutes. And you can't score that quick. KD would I disagree be. with that though because even if you look at the game versus Philly, Steph had forty one and he was lighting it up in that game. But it was really KD that that didn't that couldn't catch a rhythm, and that's really the reason why they fell behind and couldn't come back. But uh, hold on, how quick did he score those points? How quick was he? He had twenty. He had twenty. He scored. I think it was twenty two in the first half and nineteen or eighteen in the second half. But how K- quick was he scoring those points? Like was it ten a quarter or was it like he had twenty in the first half and no, twenty in the second no, half? Li- no, listen. No, you listen act like me. the man going out listen there playing forty eight minutes a game. He played no, the same damn six me. minutes every every remember, other quarter that he usually plays. Remember the um, Rockets game in the uh, West Coast Finals last year? I think it was Game Four when he had literally it was like a close game. Then he had twenty in three minutes right. and they were up forty. It's demoralizing. And, and it was over. Team. But you're not listening to what I'm saying. What I'm saying, what saying is he was going off in the first half. Listen and they were up. Saying. And then Listen they, they switched their defense. Listen to what I'm saying. They gave Kevin me. Durant the Look ball. And Steph Curry kept shooting it. And Look they didn't me. fucking win. Look at me. It's a difference between scoring 20 in 24 minutes and scoring 20 in three minutes. It's a huge difference. You didn't even watch the goddamn game and you sitting up here trying to tell me I'm what the fuck you. happened. I'm, I'm fucking telling you. you. I just fucking told no, you. No, you didn't. You said he had 20 I literally, and a half. Yes, and There's I said. between 20 and I a half. I said he put up 41. You said when Steph going crazy, Steph was going crazy in the first fucking half. Listen, listen to what I'm he had, saying. I think he might have had 18 in the first quarter. He hit, I think, his first five threes. Does that tell you more than fucking having 41 in the game? Goddamn. Like, come on. He had fucking 41. But KD listen, was out of rhythm. Listen. When listen. KD is out of rhythm, that's when you can slow them down and beat them up. Listen. I love Steph. Steph is my guy. But you bring KD there to do what Harrison Barnes bum ass couldn't also, do. Also, Clay wasn't there in that game. And you, you can play Look, a little bit more. I don't want to hear that. When you got two of the top five basketball players on the floor, you should be able to go out and get it done. Period. Period. And actually, arguably, two of the top three guys. You should be able to go out there and get it done, big fella. In theory. Whatever. You but, need you, especially because Ben Simmons can't shoot. But regardless, there are things that I think you can do to the Warriors to slow the game down and affect it. But do I think but, anybody can beat them over a seven-game stretch? No, I do not. Well, here's I think the other they're the thing. best team. The other weird thing is that you want to slow it down. That's true, but when what killed them against Philly was the turnovers in like in the transition. Yeah. So it's almost like if you can get them in that mindset where they're kind of screwed up a little bit, and then they're going too fast, then they throw the ball away. Yeah. And you can actually capitalize. So that's another. It's it's a weird thing. It's, it's it's I don't know if there's a really clear cut what you have to do to beat them. Yeah. I mean, I know everyone's like, yeah, you got to slow it down. You got to take the foul before they let them get a free th- uh, a fast break off of a transition yeah. or off of a turnover. You know, but but yeah, it's like there's just so many weapons. They're so good. So and many weapons. Here's what I like the best about Boogie is that. So their uh, their bread and bread and butter is they throw it in the post and then the guy who threw it in the post from the wing will go screen. So it's Clay throws it to the post and it screens for Curry and he splits across and then the, Clay can back up, Curry can cut back door, whatever it is. Yeah. Well, Boogie is now doing that. He's the guy who's setting the screen and then popping out for three or cutting back door. Yeah. 
It's like the five is not supposed to be part of the split yeah, on top. They've, they've even been doing that with Boogie and Draymond. Like sometimes they'll put um, Draymond or Boogie in the post and then run Draymond around and then somebody around the on the other side of the court will be coming around the screen. So like yeah. the pass to the pass. I've seen it a, a few times where they, especially against the 76ers, because the craziest part about that game was Embiid was in, Embiid I think had seven turnovers in the first half. Yeah, first he was just fumbling good. the ball all over the place. And then he kind of, I felt like the he doesn't really deal with a lot of people that are as physical as him. Like, they might be as big as him, but they aren't as, as physical as him. Boogie can't move. All Boogie is is, is physicality <laughs> yeah. at this point. So, kind of, I feel like it took him a little bit out of his game. And also, Boogie's slow. So, it's not, most people can at least move with Joel. So, when he hits you with the pump fake and then he want a Euro step to the hole and do all that, you hit Boogie with a pump fake, Boogie like this. He's just standing there. Yeah, like, right. he can, he not, he's not jumping and biting on that. He can't fucking move. By the way, I don't know if there's a better matchup that I enjoy watching than Boogie and and be mm-hmm. like yeah. I don't know that, that's a great matchup to watch and uh, and they you know they have a history of all that stuff mm-hmm. with the slapping the butts and yeah. stuff. that's hilarious so I love watching them go at each other especially because Embiid rarely has anybody that could guard him right yeah. that has that size yeah. and, when, and is good enough to do it so uh, Boogie did say that he thought Embiid would be the one of the well other than him he said would be the best big man right, in the NBA yeah, yeah exactly yeah, but when right. I retire it's like no Boogie you can't even make the playoffs on your own <laughs> uh-huh. well, <laughs> by know. the way why would they just trade they should trade the Lakers should or sorry the Warriors should trade Boogie and whatever and get Anthony Davis why, they do why would New Orleans do that because they're going to lose Anthony Davis anyway. Yeah. So they have to trade. We know they have to trade him. But you're right. Like They should wait for the Boston Celtics to come up with or whatever. Okay. It depends on Kyrie Irving at okay, this point. Well, That's also what the article was saying. Like If Kyrie is now, at first it was, I'm committed to Boston long term. And now it's, ask me and, now, and now it's ask me and I don't I owe anybody team. shit. Now it's I like, all right. Team. I have a team that I think should at least pick up the phone and call. The for Nuggets. AD, the the nuggets. nuggets? Oh. I think the Nuggets should pick up the phone, offer Paul Millsap, Michael Porter Jr., why? 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 Like, keep going. Uh, keep Porter, going. Uh, Porter Jr. Beasley. Like they have a lot of young pieces that they could. Or Gary Harris. Somebody yeah, they, they, they have, have a lot of picks. young pieces. You need a really good first round. That's why the Boston Celtics have the yeah. best yeah. Uh, advantage. They have like these, you know, top five picks. But I, I, I like where you're going. I'm interested like, in that. You offer me Michael Porter is like calling me and no, saying, hey, do you want eight no, cars no, and look, one car no, that's been no, stolen? No, that no, man no, got a listen, hot back. Listen, but listen, but listen, 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 listen. Reason being is last time like he wasn't no one player coming out of the nation, well um in the nation in high school he was so we hope that with modern medicine they can fix his back if he comes back and is anything like what we thought he was going to be coming in high school that's a steal. Have you, do you know anybody with real back issues that have real back problems? I mean, that, Steve Nash had a bad no, back. Like, well, he just kept that, his back not, together. That's, that's not what I asked you. I said, do you know anybody with real back issues and real back problems? No. Trust me. It ain't just some shit where you just going to magically be like I mean, some fucking Fruity Pebbles and be magically delicious or whatever. That shit is never going to get better. It's it, especially after you have the same fucking surgery Steve Nash had. They tried to Steve keep Kirk. him. I mean, Steve sorry. Kirk. It was Steve Kerr? Steve Kirk I thought it was surgery. Steve Nash had the same back Steve surgery. Steve Kerr had that surgery. It was, Nash it was Kirk. had the surgery. Nash, they, they were able to keep him with tape and glue, you know. Okay, well, I mean, but still, like, if Steve Kerr is your shining example of, of, of well, me supposed to wait, expect you, you to, I think it was Steve Nash. It was no, the same back surgery. Steve Kerr had that surgery when he was out half a year and Luke yeah, Walker was coaching. Yeah, but it, it, by the way, don't, don't use Kerr that had. as an example because Kerr's surgery was a nightmare and catastrophe and he's still, you know, dealing with yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. He's still so, I mean, they he's tingling his brain, still, still I mean, tingling. Like, yeah. Look, look, look. The man's back is hot. I'm sorry. Yeah, The back is hot. Like, Send me, send me Beasley and and all them other guys, but leave Hot back where he is. No, yes. I, like no, because again, I think Michael Porter Jr. is not great. I don't, I don't think he's gonna be some superstar. 
at this point. But no idea. but I do think he's a guy that if he gets out, he can give you 20, 22, 23 points a night. I do think that he's 6'11". He can pretty much score from every place on the um court. This this is the guy that, barring injury, was the number one pick in the draft. It's a, it's a man, huge I mean, it's a lot a of... Risk. How many motherfuckers can you say that about throughout NBA history? Barring injury, he was the number one pick in the draft. Like, like... The, Not hands down number one pick in the draft. What? Hands down? He was supposed to be up until... Well, actually, what happened? He was, right? Before he, was, before he got then, to college. Yeah, yeah, before he got to college, number one pick. Right, I think he was like, this He was a preseason All-American. When he yeah. got to Missouri, he was a preseason All-American. Right. Which is crazy got, for a freshman, right? Got hurt. Like, three games of the season... Didn't play no more until I think it was the conference tournament. Yeah. And, and he played like two, three games. Then he came back and his no. back was hot, man. Yeah. It's, 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 it's too risky, I think, for AD. But then again, you can't afford to get nothing back for him. But Paul uh, Millsap you know. isn't something back to him. Like, but, have you seen Paul Millsap but, this year? He's not but, even what he's not even what he was in his last yes, year. But hold on, Paul Millsap has thirty million dollars when his own contract. So salary to match. Also, the last year is a team option. They can decline it after this year. You get the cap space. You also can get Malik Beasley. Maybe right. you can get some other young guys. I don't know. I think that's a team that should pick up the phone and call. That deal though will be there July or whatever after they get Kyrie to sign. Although again, this whole Kyrie thing is fascinating. They, they why don't they just trade Kyrie to New Orleans so they get. AD. I mean, the whole, the whole point is to get Kyrie and AD together, I think, yeah. right? Yeah. But uh, I, I, I keep—I used to say this up until Paul George. If they're saying anything less than "I want to be a Celtic for life," mm-hmm. then they're gone. Like that's usually what you hear. Mm-hmm. Like they say all this bullshit, but they never actually say you know until they really commit that they're not going to sign. Paul George, everyone is going to LA. He's going to LA. He's going. All of a sudden, he resigns with OKC. So that gave me like all of a sudden my whole. My whole philosophy has changed. I, I, I said the whole time. LeBron. Resign. Yeah, I mean, you were. No, I mean, even no, this Paul point. George. Yeah, he kept saying that Paul George was going to sign. Even the points he made, he said he thought that Russell was going to take a step back and try to be more of a creator, and he has. Been. But you don't think it's because LeBron went to LA? He's like, I don't want to be Chris Bosh. Yes, but no. I think that one thing is, I think that how they lost helped him to resign because I think they he played horrible. Okay. It wasn't like Russell was the one. I mean, like Russell had the best series, but also Paul George had seven points and seven turnovers in Game Six. Okay. Also, he did had a knee issue. I, I I think he did get surgery right after it. They were offering him like 130 million dollars. You like just came off knee surgery. He probably felt like I didn't give this a fair chance. Right. Okay. And I mean, he also choked in that Utah series. He, yeah, he was he, again. Look, he was there, there is no reason on, on any day that Paul George should be outplayed for an entire points. series Joe by Donovan Mitchell. By Joe by Joe Joe he was, but he was outplayed by him and Donovan Mitchell. Yeah. So, so look, so look. I think that how he went out last year had a lot to do with him resigning. Also, I think that this day and age in which like small markets and you need to be in LA. I think that's dead. We have the internet. Like. Oh. I don't know if it's dead. I don't think it's the same as what it was 20 years ago. Like I mean, 20 years yeah, ago, obviously, you play in, but I don't think that's dead though. In terms of free agents and where they want to go, or no, 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 no. I mean, like you can't be a star anywhere. I think like oh, now you can pretty no, much no. be. You're right. I no, I think like, like okay. Yeah, PG yeah. had two commercials on TV last did year. DeMar the Rose, did Demar Derozan start an All Star game last year? I mean, yeah, but he was in the East. When was Demar ever really like some huge star though? DeMar in Toronto, he was. Yeah, no, he, he was a star in Toronto. No, he wasn't. Yes, he, he wasn't was. some huge star in Toronto. He's a star in Toronto. I don't think he was some huge mega star people in Toronto. Put, people put him and Vince Carter in the same conversation. Because, because he was a star in Toronto. No, hold on. Come on, man. They put him in the same conversation because of what he did on the court. Now, we talking about stardom? Vince Carter was a much bigger star than what DeMar DeRozan was. But he was talking about what they did on the court. I think DeMar DeRozan had a, better, had, had a more successful Raptors career than what um, Vince Carter did. But I never thought DeMar had some huge popularity factor behind 
um, DeMar, like Paul George has. I think anywhere right. PG goes, he'll be a star. I mean, look, look at Russ. I'm Russ is playing in Oklahoma City. He's getting all the stuff. No, I can't agree Giannis. with that because right. even PG wouldn't be starting an all-star game if the fans, the actual people that – And he plays in OKC. So what? What are you playing in Indiana? Exactly. So I don't think, like, markets no more, like, have a huge stranglehold on how big of a star you could be. Even look at Giannis. Captain of the East. He played in Milwaukee. Yeah. No. Yeah, yeah. Giannis is also an international guy. That's a, that's two completely different things. Even if we're looking at Luca, I guarantee you them that three but million Dallas votes he way, got. But Dallas is the fourth look, biggest market in America. But, okay, Dallas, yes, yeah. but I'm guaranteed that two of the three of million course, views. Yeah. He, I mean, I mean, the votes he got did not come from of Dallas. Course. But he deserved every single one of them. No, I agree. I thought I honestly still feel like he should have been an All Star this year. Yeah. I think he did, he's more deserving to be an all-star than you have a large, which is also why I don't like the East-West all-star thing. I think you should just pick the best 24, 25 guys and run them out. Like, right. if, if we're going to have a, a secret draft every year anyway, elect two captains and pick the next best 22 people. All right, well, we're almost there, right? Because we're doing the pools and you can mix and match, but we still do um, seven and seven, right? After yeah. Reserves. yeah. And that's the only problem. It's like they can figure out a way to just do it like the 14 across the whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, that might be better. Because, yeah, I, I agree. There's no question like Luca should have gone in over Lowry. Like that's a yeah. – that's a He no should have gone in to me over LaMarcus. I mean, what about I, Clay? Huh? What about Clay? I know. I don't – look, look, look. I'm, I'm just I'm – just, I'm No, just I'm sorry. Like I, I don't care what anybody says. Clay Thompson, that team, it, it still exists. Like everybody mm-hmm. love to talk about what if Steph Curry wasn't there. That team fucking exists because Clay Thompson has been there. Okay. And when he's not there, you see how they play without him. I'm Period. just asking. No, he is he is an all-star. Draymond Green will never be an all-star yeah, again. It's over for him. It's a wrap. It really is. Like I sorry, Draymond. It's a wrap, bro. Like and 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 the nerve, the fucking nerve of you to make fun of Rudy Gobert when you didn't get a shit I cried oh, yeah. now. I mean shit. What you damn is, Huh? What did he how did he, he make fun of Rudy? He basically he posted a tweet that said, um, um, uh, um, should I start crying now? Oh. Like, come on, bro. Like, like you were the defensive player of the year two years ago. If anything, you should be like, damn, I got to get better. Well, or, or Instead should, of trying to antagonize the guy that that really ain't done, they done shit to you. Well, he, uh, should, he also should defend him saying, like, I, I made my name on defense. Yeah, yeah. like, yeah. that's also the other thing that I don't understand about the Draymond thing is, like, if 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 the reason why Rudy didn't make it is because he, he only is just the best defender in the NBA. You shouldn't have been there. Then you shouldn't have been there either. Then you shouldn't have right. been there. Like, I mean, I like those six assists, but them seven points ain't riveting. No, I'm well, not. I mean, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. You know, paying for Warriors tickets to watch Draymond Green shoot like he got a backpack on his. Um. Um. You know. You know. Back from the top of the three. Like I'm not. And so I love. I, I love Draymond. But his six assists are coming passing to Curry. Steph and Clay. Like, <laughs> a lot of so people. Could probably like I said, put Draymond in New Orleans, and you tell me what Draymond Green is. You know, yeah. I mean, he's probably five assists and ten. That's who they should try to trade. Trade Draymond and Boogie. There you go. Well, I mean, it's so hard because you're never going to get fair value back, right? You're talking about a megastar. But here's the thing. AD has always left me feeling a little hollow with his game. I don't know AD is like like, uh, Carlos Boozer times 15. And I always say Carlos Boozer was one of those guys that was an all-star, but all of his numbers were always empty to me because he never could could get his team to win, including in the playoffs versus Miami. Chris Bosh used to be hoeing that man. See, here's my thing about Anthony Davis, right? It's not like the Pelicans are terrible. No. They're not terrible. They're not great. They're like, but, but they really get slumped, right? They're, even before he left, uh, went down with the injury. What are they? They're they're not in the playoffs. I mean, yeah, but guys yeah, were they're not in the playoffs. And Avalanche were right. said that they only have had the lineup that they want out on the floor ten games you know, this year. But, but still, uh, you should be better. Than yeah, you that. should be better. Than that. The guys were hurt. Okay, Harden, 
guys yeah, were hurt. Yeah. And you, he, you should be, yeah. But, right? but now, 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 granted, the argument is Harden is a guard, so Harden can dominate the ball. That's like, what we got to figure some, out. It, they it, need somebody to give AD the ball. Look, okay, how about this? Has, um, okay, AD and the Pelicans the last several years, they, they had it in the playoffs, made it like once in the last whatever. Twice in the past. Uh, twice in the past. Four, four, like, six, back, six. six years, right. Yeah. Okay. Dane Lillard, every year they go to the playoffs. Yeah, every year. You can't tell me the Portland Trailblazers have a better team overall than the Pelicans, do they? I was actually no, thinking about Dame last that. night. No, I was like, would, yeah, because I was just thinking about Dame in terms of like, man, he really is like going to be one of those guys. Well, obviously he won't be forgotten because now he's finally getting those all-star appearances. But when we think about like the greatest guards of this generation, Dame is going to always be that guy that's like a peripheral part of the conversation. But, yeah, but he's been, but if you look at what he's done, and a lot of people have been given this a similar amount, he's still been able to do what he's been able to do in the West. You know what I mean? Like, even Giannis, I'm not necessarily sure if Giannis with a Middleton, like, mm-hmm. a year, two years ago in the West would have been able to take his team to the playoffs in the West. But see, here's but the Dame, argument. year after year, what, top four? I mean, other than right. the AFC they had a couple years ago, they usually are top five, top six. Oh, yeah. Never gets talked about it. But see, here's the argument. And, and they'll have huge stretches where they're, like, third. And, yeah, like, you know, yeah. then they kind of come back to earth. But, like, they play above their heads, which is, like, a really good sign of something. Um, so either the question is, is it by nature, by the simple fact that he's a guard so he's versus a guard. An, versus AD, who's a forward, whatever he is, another forward center. He's a guard. It's weird because AD just destroys the box score, but again, somebody gave him the ball. It's, it's yeah. like he he can't he can't like like LeBron, right? He can pretty much be the sole reason why anything happens. I can I can get the rebound, push it up court, pass it to whoever, go back, block a shot, do the same thing. Like AD, he he just he big men always need somebody to get them the ball, right? Not granted. I don't not granted. I don't believe in building teams around people under six four usually. But I do think you always need good guard play to win. Okay. You have to have good guard. Like like even you seen college basketball in the tournament. If you don't have good guard play, you aren't gonna win. Absolutely. Because somebody like the point guard is probably the most important person on the team. Which is why Duke is gonna get upset this year, by the way. Duke is gonna get upset in the in the in the tournament, I think. Which is why but 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 I don't always think the point guard needs to be the best player on the team because usually they're just too small to affect the game in every single facet. Okay. So unless you rest. So yeah. Well okay, so here's here's what I think it might also be. Dame, when he attacks the pick and roll or attacks the drive, he he draws defenders to him, and now he's doing this stuff. I don't. Does AD draw double teams? No. Right. I don't think he draw. I don't think he has Let gravity. I think that's the thing. He doesn't have gravity, and that might be like. And I just kind of came up with this. this if he had a Middleton on his team, do you think that that would be different though? Like who? Like the the thing we've been talking about since we started this podcast two years ago. Is I think I actually I think one of the first episodes actually the one of the first in the first one of the first four minutes of the first episode of Hoops and Brews we literally said pray for AD because it was like the first game of the season he had like 50, 20 and something he like, had like 50, 10, 5, 5 yeah. and five and, then, and, yeah, and we were like yeah, yeah but that was like two years ago we were like you know you know pray for AD I don't necessarily know if there are shooters enough shooters around him like we've been talking about. Why they don't have a good small forward? They haven't had a small forward really since he's been there. Well, you got Miritich. Is he? I mean, I, I like I like Nico, but oh, Nico to me now is more of a four right. than what he was in his early days in Chicago when they ran a bigger lineup out with like right. Noah and Gibson, where he was more so fit to be the three. So I think Nico is more of a four. I think AD is more of a four or five, and Randall is a four or five. Yeah. But they all kind of need to share those same minutes at the same position. But it's Anthony Davis, and you don't have any shooters. You got Drew Holiday out there. You got. Fuck 
fucking but Alfred Payton. Like, 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 granted, you not out Etuan there. Etwan Moore is not blazing. It's not. It's not. It's not setting the world. But you on can't fire. leave him open. Darius Miller. You can't just leave oh, Darius oh, Miller open. You can't just leave Drew Holiday open. Now, granted, he don't have like. Do, do you have to account for them? Yes, though? you can't just nah. leave them open. You're not accounting for them the same way you got to account for Clay. When Clay I is mean, on the floor, Clay is one of the greatest no, of all time. But even but even here, Clay Light to me, Chris Middleton. I mean, I mean, Clay with the Clay Light with a better dribble package. You got to account for Chris Middleton on the floor all the time. I mean, yeah, because he scores better. No, I don't. It's not even that to me. He's a he's a good shooter. He can they have shoot. Good shooters. Ah, I think if you, I think the thing that we saw with Giannis early on in his career is that they didn't have enough shooting around him. So when the playoffs, you can just load up on him, and Giannis still gonna put up his numbers, but he's not gonna be able to affect the game in the ways that he needs to affect the game. Now Giannis has shooters around him, so when he's driving and euro stepping and taking two steps to get to the basket, if somebody's there, throw the ball out. Somebody will shoot. Like if I'm AD and I go to the basket, I'm shooting this fucking ball. I'm not passing the ball to Darius fucking Miller. Get he can fuck shoot. Fuck Darius Miller. He can I'm shoot, taking though. this goddamn dunk. He can I, shoot though. I, I don't want to hear that shit, man. What you shooting right now? That's not I'm what that look like. like when I when I think about people where I'm like, yo, let me surround myself with shooters. Etwan Moore, Darius uh, 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 Miller, fucking Drew Holiday, and Alfred Payton aren't the guys I'm thinking about that I won't have shooters around me. I'm right. sorry, but no. I was just watching the last game they were playing without AD. Um, the, the Rockets, the, the Rockets, Rockets, or the and they and they had the game. They almost won it. At the oh end, no! You right? the, I think the was it the Nuggets. Maybe it's not. I'll look it up in one second. And I and I had to tell you, it just felt like were they not that they were better without David. Yeah, I, I it was look. like this team might actually. You, yeah, they, they lost to the Nuggets and then they lost. They lost, yeah. they lost they three the games in a row. They beat the Rockets. They were down seventeen. They came back. Beat the Rockets. Beat the Rockets. Back to back, they had to play Denver. Yeah, it was. Yeah, so and they gave Denver a run, and they really. If Drew Holiday had played even average, they would have beaten them. And he was just tired, I guess, from the night before. So it's like, and I'm watching this game. I almost never watch like full games, you know, listening to all the announcers, the whole thing. I'm always just good go back and forth. So I'm watching it, and I'm watching the whole game, and they made some real mistakes down the stretch, coaching wise. And I'm like, shit, is, is it Alvin Gentry? Like, how does he not know to? Um, there was a foul they didn't take it early enough. There's a couple different like bad mm-hmm. coaching things that yeah. really would have helped them. And so I'm now I'm wondering, like, shit, did AD just waste a couple of his years playing for Alvin Gentry? I've, but I've, I feel I've I've felt that way about Alvin Gentry honestly since he was in Phoenix. In terms of, I think he, I look at him and and, and there's no disrespect because I actually think that he's a he's, I think a, he's a great guy. I, think I don't he's, know if he's a great no, coach. No, no, no. I think he's a I think he's a good coach, but I don't think. But he's to me is like Mark Jackson. He's a starter coach. He's just meant to kind of get you to the phase where we need a better basketball mind to come in and implement something yeah. beyond what it. He's kind of he kind of reminds me of like a. A better X's and O guy version of Jason Kidd, if that makes sense. Like, you know I mean, like the, even Budenholzer coming in, he came in and reshaped that entire offense. And even yeah. and even his defensive schemes, trying to guard people game by game, is so much vastly improved than Jason Kidd was. I just think that this might be one of those situations. But also, who really is wants to come down to New Orleans and kind of like the top coaches aren't looking to go to New Orleans and okay, blaze look, it up down there. Hey, so it's you, kind you, of ever, you ever been to New Orleans? Man? I, no, don't get me wrong. I love New Orleans. My family is from New Orleans. My grandmother was born in New Orleans. I've been in New Orleans. I love New Orleans. But if I'm thinking about me being a top tier coach, I'm just going to go somewhere else. Real quick. So here's what the three point percentages are. Eastwan Moore, 41%. Wesley Johnson, 38%. Yeah, Wesley But he's not playing. Darius Miller, 38%. Nico, 36%. Tim Frazier, 38%. Five percent, Alfred Payton in the nineteen games he's played. Can you tell me how many threes a game they're taking right. though? Two, if they're okay. taking two or three well, games. Uh, well, two yeah. or three threes a game. That, Each one that doesn't three. matter. Darius is at four point nine. Nico is at seven, shooting thirty six percent. He's just not um, just, Drew Holiday yeah. is at five. He's shooting thirty three. AD is at three himself. He's shooting thirty two. Um, 
All right, let me throw this out there real quick. So I'm going to do a video on this. Um, one of the videos I'm going to do is who was LeBron's best teammate. Mm-hmm. Which I think is a million view video. But here's the thing. Uh, AD. Well, let's pray it is. Y'all gonna be AD, mad at I think, uh, I'm, I'm going to throw this. This is the hottest of hot takes. I think Chris Bosh, his last year in Toronto, is better than AD is now. I'm not mad at you. reason why I'm not mad at you is he took that team and he had Mo P. They went to the playoffs. <laughs> yeah. like, look, the, the, like, look, the thing about AD, which, which is why I'm not, which is why I don't need the Lakers to blow up their whole roster for AD. Because it's not like the Pelicans don't have talent. Uh, and again, hold on, wait, real quick. I watched that Rockets game too. They played really good without AD. Honestly, I think what you'll see, they'll make a trade, and the Ewing theory will happen. Yeah, I right. think they'll start winning. I think they'll be a better team without AD than they were with AD. Right now, does that mean it fits like Gentry's system better or whatever? I, I don't, don't know. know. I, pers- I personally, I, I, do, I don't think that that's a, a bad take on that. But I think I, uh, if I had to choose LeBron's best teammate, I would Kyrie Irving. No, I would say it's Dwayne Wade only because even I was arguing with somebody about this at like five a.m. this morning when I was just up. Uh, um, the, the, basically, they were like, "Well, if LeBron would have stayed in Cleveland." He would have never won. I was like, well, I think it's LeBron. I think LeBron eventually would have found a way to get to to to, to continue to get there. You can't tell me that most of them Cleveland teams weren't somewhere up to par with some of those teams. I mean, with that team he had last year that he literally drugged to the finals. But but I think D Wade taught LeBron how to win. Like I know that might sound crazy, but I, I really think D Wade taught LeBron how to win in moments where where we see LeBron and he looks shaky. D-Wade has never looked shaky in those moments. And I think when he went down to Miami, the confidence that D- Dwayne Wade was able to instill in him like and, be like, and be like, yo, like this is like, yeah. like, like you should be in this moment. Even the second season after they lost, when basically in the, in the preseason, D-Wade was like, this is LeBron's team now. I know in order for us to win, this needs to be LeBron's team. I think coming into that situation, if you LeBron, you like a you know kind of a fish out of water. Everybody hates you. All you're trying to do is just keep pace and just not be hated and just win enough so that way, if people hate you, you're like, well, fuck you. I still won anyways. But D Wade is like, hey, maybe this ain't the right course of action. Maybe you need to be calmer in these moments. Maybe we need to think about things this way because LeBron before uh, Miami was a completely different player to me than LeBron after. And I think part of that comes from the organizational thing. But part of it to me is like, I don't think he ever played with anybody that was arguably historically as good or or had accomplished more than him at that point in time. I think the second part, an accomplishment, is more important only because by 2010, Wade Wade was not the same Dwayne Wade. Yeah, he, he was seven. He was knee right? Wade. You know, he, I think he did the hamstring early in that yeah. first season, and he wasn't. He, he took him a half a season to kind of get back to being full strength. So that's the real question: is is like is is that version of Dwayne Wade in 2010? Mm-hmm. Not that you know, because we know how good he was earlier mm-hmm. compared to the Kyrie when he, when they played only when they played with LeBron. Mm-hmm. To me, it's like which one is better? And I mean, I, okay, so I'll obviously it's going to be either Bosch, Kyrie, Wade. Yeah. And, and that's it. I'm gonna keep it all the way G. I'm gonna keep it all the way G. I don't even. I don't even really like Kevin Love more than Ilgowskis half the time. Me personally, I'm not even gonna, I like Me better player, of course, okay. better player. But I'm just saying, like, I'm not. A, I've never been a Kevin Love fan. All right, so we won't put him in that. Me personally, I think D Wade left his prime after the first year LeBron was there. Okay. I think that 2010 was the last time we saw prime D Wade. Right. I think. Cool. I think right. after that, that he was on a decline. Certainly by 2014, that's why yeah, he left. Yeah, He's like, he was way declined, out. I'm declined, done. Declined. Okay. So that was. Yeah. I mean, that, that was that was a stretch in 2014 in which he didn't score 20 points. For I think it was like March until like the second round of playoffs. He didn't score 20 points. Mm-hmm. Kyrie Irving to me is the best teammate LeBron James had. The finals performance they put on in 2016 
dead ass from a from a duo standpoint. Game five might have been the best performance from any two players in the finals. Oh, together, Kyrie, Kyrie's performance might have been better than LeBron. It was. That's Kyrie's game. That's Kyrie's game. Get no, wait, 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 no, stop, stop, stop. Wait, 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 no, wait, wait. No, wait, 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 wait. Look, I tweeted this back then. Game five is Kyrie Irving's game. LeBron hit all those shots when the game was pretty much like in hand. Then he scored the forty-one. Kyrie Irving was the one out there saucing up. They were sending everybody at Kyrie. And Kyrie was like, you come here. How about you won't game come seven? Here. And game seven, too. Game seven, nah, LeBron see, disappeared for a huge stretch in that second half. And they, he come, the block is his, and I'll give it to him. That's the best see, nah, thing I've ever seen. See, see but, the reason why game seven, honestly, I didn't honestly hero game seven with J.R. Smith. Remember J.R. Smith hit those back-to-back threes? It was like right before the half, it was, right? No, no, it was so after, after half. half. It was like the third quarter. quarter. Yeah. I think they came out, and they hit two threes. I'm like, oh, shit. And J.R. Smith came out and hit back-to-back threes. I think he's an unsung hero of Game 7. And also now, the GOAT of, of now I think that Now, I think that Game 7, I think, was, I mean, I mean, I mean, look at I mean, Bronze game, I think. But Game 5? Yeah, but Kyrie hits the shot. Yeah, he did know. hit the he, shot, but, but you don't no, get there he, without the block. In that second but, 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 I'll go through it again. I can't remember, but, like, I know Kyrie was, was carrying them. But even though, real quick, first you guess. don't even get the block if J.R. Smith don't make that play to kind of sort of disrupt Iggy. I think in that game, J.R. Smith was the unsung hero of Game okay. Seven. All right, hey, let's go honestly, I think I'm not going to agree with him on that shit. So we <laughs> no, will, no, we will no. just let you continue. Honestly, right? if we yeah. rank in LeBron's teammates, I think J.R. Smith's one of LeBron's better teammates. Uh, well, he's one had some them? terrible teammates. So okay, Man, you want to put him in what top? What number eight? Number nine? Number something 10, like that. Yeah, yeah. All right. like from oh, five to ten, list, something like okay. that. Right. Something I like mean, that from five to ten. I mean, honestly, I it's, I would take probably four of these Lakers right now with Jr. But I feel you. Would you really? Hell yeah! Yeah, I hell mean, yeah! Jr.'s the guy hell like yeah. so that just drives. At least from a coach's perspective, he just drives you crazy. You, there's got to be a way to find someone who could play, give you seventy five percent of Jr. Smith, and not do the stupid stuff. Like you would but do that, you would take that. Decision. They don't say good Jr. bad Jr. for no reason. Yes, right. But yes, but the thing about it is, he has so much confidence that sometimes that shit works. Right. For instance, well, like even in Game Seven, you have to be. I, I remember Bruce Jefferson was like, "Man, yo, like uh, you all saw the I think the Bleacher Report Players Tribune thing when they asked him about Kyrie hitting the shot. He was like, "Well, he was like, yeah, we come up the court and Bron calls playing the timeout. They send me out there and Bron clears me. I was like, yeah, I was so fucking happy Bron cleared me out because I didn't want anything to do with this play." <laughs> I wanted nothing to do with this shit. He was like, man, if I get past the ball, I don't know what the fuck I'm going to do with it. I might dribble it off my leg. I might dunk. I might hit a three. I have no the fuck idea. Wow. He was like, Kyrie, he was like, he was just watching him. Like, oh, shit, he's shooting the three. He was like, yo, when he shoots the three, I'm going to crash. I'm going to rebound, get a rebound. He was like, I didn't do any of that. I just stood there like, yo, Kyrie really shot a three. Oh, shit, Kyrie made the three. Like, I think Richard, like J.R. Smith is one of those guys. He has so much irrational confidence that he just might do some great shit. Not you anymore. need that. Not anymore. Like I think he's over the hill now. But go home, Jr. But real quick, moving on from this. Um, obviously, KP is now a Maverick. Crazy. So uh, I had Euro tandem, but I'm gonna do international tandem because Euro tandem is very, very limited. Right. Um, do you think Luke and KP? KP can be the best international tandem ever. Absolutely. I just, I just did a video on it to show how they could do this. Now, Luca might have one assist all year long on a pick and pop for three. For whatever reason, they're not sending. Well, Dirk hasn't been playing out that much. Dirk but, don't need to play. So, and, and he's the king of the pick Dirk, and pop. No, look, look, Dirk, 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 I love you. Go you home. are a basketball legend. I will never let my kids say anything bad about you. I will remember you for the rest of my life. But go home. <laughs> yeah, he's kind of he's like a one piece of wood just bouncing around out there. He's like Boogie's leg that he tore his Achilles on yeah. both legs. Yeah, right. So, right. but but 
So you can imagine what that's going to unlock by mm-hmm. sending a 7-3 dude, sending a big pick on him and oh, being yeah. able to turn the corner. And they can't help off because they, they do. Then he's going to hit uh, KP for a three. Plus, uh, KP can spot up in the corner and just and then bring yeah. his man all the way out. And it's going to open up everything. So Tim Hardaway Jr. too. I actually like him for this team. Oh, well, over in West Matthews? Yeah, oh, yeah, my yeah, God. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's one of those irrational confidence guys. But yeah. also, I said last year, I thought Tim Hardaway had a – had the potential to be an all-star in the East if the Knicks wind up like having a somewhat decent record. They were kind of whatever. Then KP tears ACL. Yeah. All of that shit goes immediately out the window. So I don't think he will ever make an all-star team, especially if he's going to be in the West. But I think he's one of those guys where he's like, he's going to be. remember. He, he's going to, to me, he's going to be a CJ McCollum type guy for this team. As a, yeah, as a third or fourth but, guy. But CJ was the third guy instead yeah. of the second guy, which is the problem, I think, for the Blazers that CJ is the second guy. Uh, I mean, listen, the Blazers record speaks for itself. Yeah, and, but you know. we saw Dame, as you say, how, Dame how got got strapped up. Dame got Dame strapped Dame up. and CJ got Dame strapped got, No, CJ was good. Dame yeah, got yeah, strapped yeah. up. You know what, yeah, CJ, CJ was, was good. CJ was averaging 25. Oh, yeah, yeah. Dame got yeah, strapped yeah. up and driven 90 down <laughs> I-10. <Yeah. laughs> that was really surprising, by the way, that, that how that all played out. That and by man, the way, it gave Gentry another couple of years of coaching. That man, Dame said, I have never been defending in my life like this. And I was like, you know what, you were. Right. Yeah, you you probably oh. have it. And listen, I was gushing about Drew's defense. I'm like, this is amazing. And then every Pelicans fan blocked me or like whatever they did because I guess their whole take on it was he's been doing this and fuck you for not noticing before. But I'm like, why would but I am noticing it. And I am celebrating it. So why are you mad at me why about it? I, okay, I'm late to the party, but I brought a bottle of wine. I'm like, give me a, you know, give me a break. Because you're supposed to be uh, some kind of like wizard or genius that can just foresee the future of the NBA yeah, even though no one can. I would argue that like, yeah, if I went back and looked at Drew's defense before that, a year or two before that, I wouldn't have seen what I saw, which was like he was just hustling and he was Movie. It was ahead of the play, and he was getting deflection. He was, he was great. He was great. He was also playmaking but, in that series, and that's the one yeah. thing that a lot of people don't really give him credit for. He was yeah. actually out there making plays. He was but, playing good defense and making plays. And when, on that I team, that, and then that's the one thing. Yeah, and also Ron. That's yeah. also another thing that I think about, like for AD this year, and also in terms of the, those empty numbers. He's one of those. He's like a. I can, this is gonna sound disrespectful, but I feel like AD to me is kind of in a Karl Malone situation. Where I don't know what Karl Malone would have been without John Stockton. I know he would have still been putting up great numbers, but I don't know what Karl Malone would have been without John Stockton. Yeah, one of my homies calls uh, AD Bayou Kevin Love. Bayou Kevin Love. Bayou Kevin Love. Shout out, right, right. Shout out, my homie Damian. But right. I mean, right, because Kevin Love's numbers in Minnesota were probably pretty similar. Uh, I mean, they were not blocks, insanity. but, but yeah, right? insanity. But. Yeah. But when we when it when it when it comes to best um um international duels, obviously you gotta go Steve Nash and Dirk. People like Steve Nash from Canada, Dirk is from Germany. I think yeah. that's one. Obviously Tim Duncan and Pick a Man, uh, Manu or uh, Tony yeah. Parker, Pick a yeah. Man. Um, but other? but I don't I know in my mind's eye I don't like feel like Parker and Duncan hooking up together for plays, right? I don't have that. Yeah. I know they must I have said that's more of a mono to me. Yeah, so I don't I don't feel like that was like a, that wasn't a Stockton yeah. Malone kind of thing. Yeah. It, it, but again, I don't want to be limited to just pick and roll. But okay, so it's anyway, so we have that. Manu, I, not, I, I, I think yeah. Luca and KP, for, for one, if Luca can come back and be healthy. But I think even playing with Luca, he doesn't even, like when, when um, Phil said, I don't think KP is the number one guy. I agree. I don't think Porzingis can be a number one guy, right. but as a number two, yeah, like he might even average more points than Luca. Well, they don't need him to be number one now, right? They don't need him to be number two. I don't need him to him. catch, one. shoot. When Doncic pass you the ball, shoot it. Right. Or make a play off the dribble. Or make a play off the dribble. Yeah, that's all I need him to do. 
Oh, it's going to be off the hook. It's going to be really exciting. Dallas pulled off a great play trade. Now the only question is, New York lo- loses the trade today. But you know, if that number, if that they, pick becomes number I don't one, think they that's lost what I, it. I don't think they, they that's they what I want to talk about next. I love what the Knicks did. I saw Knicks fans panicking. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? All right, For we'll one, get. you got Dennis Smith Jr., who I think is a great, not well, not great, but but I I compare him to Baron Davis a lot. If you mm-hmm. look at like Baron Davis' first two, three years, numbers, they look pretty identical. Right. I think that Dennis Smith Jr. can be a very good point guard. If nothing else, he can bring excitement back to the garden. Okay. You can't tell me he get on the fast break windmill. People will love it. Right. 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 You get possibly <laughs> potential surgery million dollars in the cap room. Somebody is coming to New York. I don't know who. It might not be who you want to come there. Right. Middleton and yeah. Demarcus. It might not. But, but look, but look, look, it, look. It might not be who you want to come there. Right, but somebody who wasn't there last year gonna be putting on a Nick Jersey who been to an All Star game probably before. If they get the number one pick and they get Lil Jumpman, which is what I call Zion, then I don't care. Like I, you, I don't give a fuck who signs. Like you, literally throw Zion the ball. Let's have some fun. Even if you get Boogie, some people. like you can't tell me Boogie, Zion, Dennis Smith, insert two people at the four and the two can't get to the playoffs in the East. Charlotte in the playoffs right now. Yeah, no. Charlotte. Yeah, okay, it's Kimba. Even Kimba. You want to throw Kimba? You just so many. Throw, 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 throw Tobias some money. Tobias and Boogie. I like Tobias. Tobias should be an all-star. Shout out Tobias. I fuck with Tobias. All right. Throw him some money. Somebody going to come to New York. He should be an all-star. Also, shout out to the Clippers. Thank you again for letting us cover the games. We got five more games that we will be covering this season. So, shout out to the Clippers. Quick side note. But, 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 but I think the Knicks did great with this trade, personally. You clear up um, cap space, which is the main thing you want to do, clear up cap space. I think basketball, I went to the Garden in October. It was the first time ever going to the Garden. Saw saw that game in the Garden. Those are are some of the most informed fans I've ever been around. We was in there talking about charges. I've never sat in a basketball arena and talked to a man about a charge. <laughs> All right. Mid-game. Those fans and basketball is better when but the Knicks are good. Here's the problem. To, to be able to attract a free agent, you got to – it seems in this day and age, you got to already have something – pretty good to get them to go like that's why the Lakers are trying to get all these youngers, youngsters to like sort of show like listen we have a good thing going we're winning some games yada yada whereas they're going to be their record's going to be pretty bad you know after this year and I don't know if they're going to be able to like that, that's enough of a selling point you know like by the way Lonzo Trier is a beast yeah, he is, he is, you know, he is a beast and that's a great find for them I don't even know what his contract situation is he might not even be under contract no nah, they year. signed him I think for like two more oh, I mean, that sounds right. Yeah, it's so yeah so they got him so it's like you know you know, so they have some things, but they also have to battle with the fact that Dolan is involved in the team, and Dolan represents everything that's bad about management. They signed him to a two-year, seven million dollar deal, so it's I believe great he has one him. more deal. Le- he has one more year left on his deal. The wow. reason why I think it because he was matter. in the near of his G League two-way contract, it was going to expire. So they right, just I remember. Yeah. Okay. The reason why I think it won't matter is because, like, obviously, there's going to be those first wave of guys. There's going to be like you, but everybody's going to have to wait for like KD. Uh, who Kyrie. Was Kyrie, like that first wave of guys. So those, and probably Clay is in that first wave as well. No, Clay, no Clay is next year, not this. No, year. Clay is this year. He has a, no, no, no. Clay is next year. No, Clay is no Clay is this. Clay's year. got a player option this year. No, Clay don't out. have a player Let's option. See. Clay just Clay's deal ends this year. Clay is going to be in there. Kyrie is going to be in there. Um, I mean, everyone says Clay is simply not going anywhere. But by the way, I always felt like he'd be the first guy to leave. Why? Why? Uh, because he's the one yeah, guy. Yeah, you're right. Probably, this is the last year. I didn't know that. 
to me, it always felt like Clay was the one guy who felt like he had to supplement his game more than anybody else, and like would want to be like, have a chance to like go somewhere else and be more of a man, even though he probably wouldn't do as well. So I actually think oh, he would. Thank though. you. I'm sorry, thank I disagree you. with that. I thank still you. disagree. If guys like Chris Middleton can be successful, Clay he's can a, be well, successful. yeah, but I mean, I, I mean, he he might do like pretty close to what he's doing now, but he's not gonna like. I don't think he has the next jump after that. I so agree. again, he'll go to another team. He'll score 23 points a game. He'll I score, don't think that. Light I think Clay on his own team is a 26, 27 point per game score. I, uh, I, I just think it depends on who you have setting screens and giving him the ball. As a number one? I, don't know, maybe. I, I really do. I really do. Like, he, he's gotten better every year. I've noticed. And even, like, the greatest part is, like, watching his highlight reels, like, they're just, like, fundamental plays. He's just yeah. a fundamental. He's like, to, to me, Clay Thompson is the Tim Duncan of shooting guards. Right, and I just feel That's like fair. there's a limit to the ceiling to that, but <laughs> but either way, I mean, I mean, but shit. I, I think it's moot. I, it's it, anybody who talks to who seems to be around him knows him and thinks you're crazy if you even suggest he'd leave. Yeah. So I guess that's where we're at. But like to me, even the years ago, I was like, "That's the guy who's going to leave first because yeah. he's going to like I want to I want like a different situation. I'm bored with just having to catch and shoot, you know? Because yeah. he's got a role. It's locked in. He's he's just punching the time card in. Right? But he, I think that's runs. what he likes about it. He, uh, right. That I, might I, be I, what think, it is. I think Clay is one of those guys, kind of like um, uh, who was it? I was watching somebody. Oh, kind of like Kyrie Irving talking about the the Knicks Celtic game, and he's like, all this stuff is just like a distraction. Like honestly, I'm just focused on playing basketball. The fact that I get to play basketball three hours a day and get paid for it is is a privilege enough for me and i feel like cliff i mean i'm sorry not cliff clay is like look i can play basketball smoke weed with my coach after we get tested for the first time and we can hang out and i can go do my thing exactly eat subway hang out rocco and get a yacht every summer and call every instagram model i know let's go let's go have some fun in the islands like i don't i don't think he needs anything extra like i mean and also like if i'm him I get to passively because he doesn't have to lobby himself. He doesn't have to really market himself. He's a star in Golden State. I don't think if he goes to another market, he's going to be getting those fucking got milk commercials. I don't if think he goes gonna, to LA. He would. If, if he goes to LA, yes, but 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 I don't. But or he, Philly. But his path to LA to me is not as easy as everybody thinks that it is. We well, have to be careful. I, I honestly feel like LeBron is a uh, the opposite of a magnet, whatever that is. I, yeah, I think he's a repellent. Yeah, I agree. I think that that's unless you're Anthony Davis, and then you really want to play at LeBron. this age. Like that I don't think. Clear, right, the, the agent said that, so we think that he wants to go there. That's the other problem: is no one should trade for him. I agree because he's going to leave. Because he said, like, I, but yeah. but but regardless, the Knicks are getting somebody, right? So I think next year basketball, like, granted, I wouldn't even, be. I, I honestly wouldn't be shocked if Clay was just if randomly we just comes across a Woj bomb. Clay Thompson signs the Knicks. Like, what the fuck? Because, like, what? Because look, <laughs> the, Knicks, the Knicks have so much money. And they have the allure of the garden. Somebody is going to get offered less money. You forgot than what, the allure of New York. <laughs> New York too. Somebody's somebody. I don't know who, but somebody's going to get offered a little bit less money than what they thought they were, and going to feel disrespected. And New York's going to pick up the phone and say, "What do you want? Tell me what you want. Come play here. With jump, come man. play with us." And again, you get the number one pick. You get the probably most likely you're going to get no less than the, than the number four pick in the draft. No less. I don't think there's a right. situ- I don't think there's a situation in which the NBA right. lets that pick fall out the top four. You would be fucking stupid right. to oh. let that pick fall out the top four. Well, if you want to go along that path, I mean, they will get the number one pick. They're gonna get the number one pick. <laughs> you would be dumb to not let Zion windmill in the garden forty one times a night. What is wrong with you? The same way they did when Patrick Ewan, when uh David Stern flipped the card. It yeah. wasn't they flipped the card, no pace that you get second pick, we get the first pick. 
They gonna do the same shit again. Zion, bring your ass to the garden windmill. Right. Well, no, I mean, you even remember, like, it's not Ewing, it's it's LeBron to Cleveland the first time. That was also, right? Yeah. The, the uh, that, 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 whatever. That yeah, one, and then, when, yeah. and then when Kyrie went to Cleveland. Cleveland, Cleveland got, a, got, a, got a couple of ones, low-key. Well, they also got Bennett, too. Remember that one? Yeah, I mean, one day Bennett. we'll find out the real story about why they He's average. Uh, I saw something yeah, he's on the hooping, 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 hooping in the G League. Yeah. Yeah. But there's no explanation for him getting picked number one. I know yeah, the draft is kind of crappy. I mean, even still, the worst guy in that, I mean, the, the best guy in that draft was better than him. Any of any of them, any of the second best guys were better than him. He's not in the league right now. He's playing yeah. in G League. Lonzo Trier got a got a seven million contract, seven million dollar contract. Anthony Bennett ain't in the league no more. Okay, yeah. but, uh, but let's talk about LeBron. LeBron is back. The King is back. Um, obviously, as I've mentioned earlier, we will not be covering the Warriors versus Lakers game in terms of talking about it. But obviously, looking at what the Lakers are, my counterpart here has been basically in panic mode for the past three weeks, saying that the Lakers need to just go ahead. People are hurt. Just take everybody and let's just sit everybody down, shut them down. Let's figure it out. If if everybody's hurt and all, like everybody's not hurt. Rondo's back. LeBron is back. The only person that's hurt now is Lonzo Ball because he can't seem to land right on his ankle when he's running too fast. So, coach, thoughts on LeBron? He looked rusty, I thought, in that first game back, mm-hmm. um, which is interesting because you know he obviously wants to play in the All Star game. He's a captain. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I there's all I, mean, I did a conspiracy video where how they get how they got AD. To, part of it was he was sitting out a lot longer than he needed to for this injury to like showcase the young kids so they can trade him for AD. Right, mm-hmm. that was the whole idea. Right, same agent, whatever. So I was Magic wondering. Magic Johnson too. I don't care what. Like there was a video of fans screaming at Magic Johnson like get AD. Magic yeah. just standing there trying as hard as not to laugh. I'm like yeah, yeah Magic, yeah. you know, right, yeah, my best. So, so the thing is, is like, was he was he not like faking the injury, but like extending his absence mm-hmm. to give them more run? But then he's like, well, shit, I got to play in the All Star game, so I got to come back at some point. So like, you know, otherwise, I can't play in the All Star game because I'm injured, because right? Because I can't like just come yeah. and play in the All Star game. So, so it was good to see that he was like rusty and maybe like not moving perfectly because. You know, to me, I was all the way. If he came back like incredible, then that would have really yeah. confirmed to me yeah. that he was ready to go for weeks, and then he didn't come back. Uh, also, do you want Luke fired? You know, so you think I still think he wants Luke fired. I that's mean, what, yeah, that's what Jack and McMullen. I mean, I mean, I mean, his camp is over the past couple weeks. Camp. They've been the exact same thing. I told. I said LeBron. I said that's like somebody saying Pavy's camp. Who you the fuck is in Pavy's camp? His closest friends. Yes, Pavy. Maybe y'all think that, but I don't think that. Look, get the fuck out of here. Maybe y'all think that, but I don't think that. Maybe y'all think something different. That's a goddamn lie. You know it. That's why you're smiling. No. Maybe y'all really think something different. Maybe y'all think something different. I could. You think LeBron in love with Luke Walton? Le- LeBron. I don't know. Even we were watching the game the other day when uh, um um when LeBron came back and Brandon Ingram was sitting on the bench. He got away from literally. That. He had a little pad on the bench. <laughs> he saw Brandon Ingram sitting there. He kind of looked around, grabbed his pad, and went all the way down to the end of the bench and sat next to Rondo. He is trying to get as far away from Brandon Ingram, Kyle Kuzma, and Luke Walton as possible. I honestly think Lonzo Ball and Rondo are probably the only two people on the team that he actually likes. Well, I think I think he likes to control everything, and Luke had already been there. It was his team, so I don't. I think that dynamic is hard for him to overcome. And what he what, that's what, like David Blatt was some, in a similar way, but Blatt was just kind of weird. But that's what I think is happening. It's the, 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 the dynamic is not in LeBron's favor enough, and he wants to bring someone in who he's already been there. Then LeBron's kind of got control, and he can tell them what to do, or whatever. And I think that's that's Luke. As soon as they brought uh, LeBron in, I think Luke understood. He's like, this is probably not going to go that well. 
Um, the, you know, Magic already I don't think gave he's him a coach either, though. I think uh, Luke is a terrible coach. I think know, Luke gets out coached probably eighty percent of the time. I'm at home usually screaming at my TV, lineup adjustments and rotational adjustments. The fact that Zubac has just started getting minutes when he's been lighting it up pretty much for the entire season, whenever he's gotten the opportunity, doesn't make sense. When you got Tyson Chandler out there like a statue, honestly, if you would have given if you would have given Zubac more minutes earlier on, you might not have even needed to go and get Tyson. Uh, interesting, and, I, and he's my guy. I love Zubats. He's a, 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 it's a fun player to watch develop. So yes, a lot of these things are, are, are come up, and then in-game decisions are questionable. Um, so I don't know. So I, so I think Luke is gone. It's only a question of when. You know, Jeannie Buss had said, "Oh, I, I want him to stay, but it's not up to me." So it's like again, just like like Kyrie says, yeah. "Ask me in July." <laughs> it's like unless Jeannie Buss says he is not going anywhere. I told Magic he cannot yeah. touch him. You we know, don't but, know. Yeah, or or gone. they make the Western Conference Finals. I think if Luke makes the Western Conference Finals, even me as someone who's been calling for his job since Game Ten of the season. I would at least afford him the opportunity to come back a year later and at least be able to fully try with LeBron because I personal. do understand LeBron is like a tidal wave when he uh, when he when he enters your city. He's wrecking everything in sight and he's the water is going to go everywhere. It's going to seep it everywhere. All the basement is going to be flooded and you just got to figure out what life is like after that and how to clean everything up versus just kind of being in one of those situations where yeah. even if it was a guy like an Anthony Davis, he's Anthony Davis is not going to come in and you're not going to drastically change your entire organization to fit him. Right. With LeBron, you're going to change your entire organization because you're not just bringing LeBron James, the basketball player, and you're bringing LeBron James, the businessman, in along with LeBron James' business team, and then you have to account right. for LeBron James, the basketball player, and then you have to account for LeBron James, the team coach, and then you have to account for LeBron James, the locker room leader, and then you have to account for LeBron James wanted it his way, how he wanted it, when he wanted it, how he wants it, how he needs it, yeah. and you look Walden, you're like, fuck, I just wanted to coach D'Lo. Did you, did you say LeBron James the GM? The GM as well. The GM as well. The GM, the front office. The okay. VP of basketball right. operations. And, and for, Actually, that might be the name of this episode. The VP of basketball operations. The, uh, the, the, the Less than 48 <coughs> hours after uh, Tyron Lue gets fired, surprisingly, because they were tanking anyway, uh, Magic is in Luke's face saying you got eight games to save your job, like whatever that was, right? Those two things are related. Now, as, as far as I understand, Tyron Lue is like ready to have a uh, uh, be committed to an insane sound. He's like he's, he's anxiety and health issues. All these, yeah. it's taken a toll, yeah. and so I don't That's think what he's ready. Does to you. Yeah, I don't think he's ready. But like, who knows? Maybe, maybe you know, a few months of just rest and relaxation and collecting those checks that he's still getting, like that might have chilled him out. But. Um, that would be what I would have thought would have happened already by now, um, but I think that that's what's holding it up. Now we're hearing like Jason Kidd or Mark Jackson. If, 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 hold on one quick second. Magic, if you go and you fucking hire Jason Kidd, I'm rooting against the Lakers again. Here's my thing with Luke, right? I think that I just want to give everything 300, I've been saying this forever, 365 basketball days, right? Luke has had a lot of injuries. Like it's very hard to coach when you don't even know who's going to be on the team. Like, first of all, Ingram decides to punch a man. So he's out for four games. Then Ron, oh, when, when he punched Chris at the very yeah, beginning, right. you start him. He out for four games. Then Rondo is out. Then like Lonzo starts to get hurt. Then Brandon Ingram sprains his ankle. He out for two weeks. Then Bron get hurt. Beasley's mom dies. So like you have a whole Kuzma bunch of interchangeable. Yeah, Kuzma, Kuzma. So like you, you like you haven't had health and you have a whole new team. What do you want him to do? He can't even figure out rotations he likes because he don't know who playing. Right. So no, I'm not. True. So so like I I, I don't. And you go from like, okay, I'm building a team. We go from we had no direction as a franchise six months ago to we got LeBron here, win now. 
Right. It's an adjustment, and nobody's been healthy. Like Luke has a very hard job. I'm not gonna like throw everything on Luke and just blame Luke for everything. He has a very, very hard job. I think he's done the best he possibly could given the circumstances. I agree. I think that he certainly merits at least through the rest of this year. Uh, it just feels like it's not gonna happen. But you know, yeah. I, I agree. He should at least coach the rest of this year. Right? At this point, I mean, at this point, I'm not gonna fire him, especially if we get Anthony Davis number one. Because even trying to fire him and bring in a new coach. To try to implement some kind of fucking system with Anthony Davis and LeBron James, you need an entire offseason to even get to figure that shit out on its own. So even if you need some level of continuity inside of your organization, and then the last thing you, if you like, is you don't want to kind of turn yourself into a Knicks type of style where you just kind of bringing coaches in, giving them giving them four year deals and firing them two years in because yeah. they aren't what you thought that they needed to be, even though your organization hasn't been a top tier organization for twenty fucking years. Hey, you're describing the Lakers are the same way. Yeah, they, I mean, I mean, they've been Mike the same Brown, way pretty much. Yeah, exactly. I mean, which I mean, is also awesome like Lakers. I mean, like, I mean, since they won that last ring, they have, for me it's just like you're not just. You're not just you're trying to change your whole your, your whole organization around. The Lakers haven't been a good organization in like eight years, as right. well. Fuck on the court. Yeah. Even they haven't been a good organization in like eight years. So you finally want some stability. You finally want to build the Lakers culture of basketball back up. You yeah. have to like you don't want to be just good for two years. You want it to be like okay the the twenty tens are almost over. We want to be the team of the twenty twenties. Right. So kids who grew up in L.A. can think that, oh, yeah, I grew up in this great basketball culture. If you grew up in the 2010s in L.A., the Lakers won a great basketball culture. The Clippers were better. The Clippers were better. <laughs> right. So if you grew up in 2020, you you might be a clip like that might be your team. You want to make sure the 2020s are the Los Angeles Lakers. So you have to start building a good franchise, not even just on a good franchise. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I don't, I don't want to fire Luke yet. I like Luke. I don't think he's done anything wrong, worthy enough to be fired yet. I think that is the most nonsensical thing you said on the show. What the fuck do you mean? We sit and watch the games together. We're both screaming at the TV about lineup adjustments but look, and things that he shouldn't be doing wrong. Look, and he's listen, getting paid $5 million to listen, coach the Lakers. But listen, but and listen, we fucking sitting here having listen, a goddamn podcast. But listen, but listen, like, come but on, listen, man. But listen, it's not a good coach. But look, There's nothing wrong with but look, that. Wait, no, wait. But look, even still to all this, guy's hurt. These guys have been hurt. Like, yeah, we think that. But then again, like, I don't even know who showed up to the arena. Yeah. It's a tough one. I, I think you both are right. And it's, you know, and it, it ain't going to matter. It's going to only thing that matters is what LeBron says. But I want to talk about one thing. <laughs> yeah, let's speed through this for the last one, I want to talk about one thing for the last 10 minutes. I want to talk about James Harden. And I've seen you do the b-ball breakdowns about the fouls. I want you to talk about James Harden and the fouls. I see a lot of people on Twitter complaining about this man's fouls. And to me, he's getting fouled. So you, I want you to just talk about Harden and his fouls and just... So 90% of his fouls are legit. They're dumb. The the defender puts their arm in there and they're whacking him and they're hitting him. Now the 10% that you get upset about, okay, but that's the same 10% that LeBron gets. (laughs) And, you know, Curry doesn't get it, but who else gets it? Um... Uh, Giannis or any, any of the stars now get those yeah. calls. So I I go at it on Twitter all the time about it, and where it's a almost all of them are merited without question. B the defense needs to just be better because he is that good. And then C if you want to go that route, you're going to ignore the incredible skill the guy has. I'm saying it's like you know you can't look at what he does in the court, even the step backs and the drives and all that stuff. He can hit shots that are no one else can. We should respect that. And, uh, you know, okay, so he's taking more free throws than he's so taking. So, every great scorer takes free throws. Yeah, we, we looked this up yeah. last week. Mike, in the year, he averaged 37. Took 11 he took, tonight. He, he took, I think, 11.9. 11, that's what I'm saying. 
have 12 free throws right? yes in the 80s when allegedly wow. nobody was getting fouled I went to those games it didn't even feel like it was a lot well, took, I mean, the usage rate must have been out of the out of the roof through that the was the high that was the highest usage rate Mike had in his career for that yeah. season and I bet you it's not even close to what Harden is in now um, right? it, Harden was two points above I think Harden was okay. around 39.6 and Mike was around like 37 I think I can okay. actually look it up yeah and the records are probably going to be the same but yeah, yeah, but yeah Mike that season he shot 85.7% from the free throw line he he made 10.2 free throws a game and shot 11.9 per game wow and amazing. in terms of uh, Mike's usage uh, rate that season it was his highest in his career, and he was at 38.3. Wow. So I'll look up James Harden right. right now. And I guarantee you, if you look at the winning percentage of those teams, it's probably the same. Uh, 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 if, even that year, I think that was that was still one of the years when George Gervin was on the Bulls. Then. No, it wasn't. No, no it, it wasn't. Gervin was, was, was playing when first he was two, rookie. Yeah, it was, rookie. It was his okay. second year when okay. he went okay. out, okay. and Gervin took his place. And, okay. By the way, very James fun Harden season. is averaging 11. He's actually averaging less free throws than Michael Jordan averaged. He's averaging 11.8 right now, and he's making 10.2. Shooting 2%. Shooting Point zero two percent less than Mike did, and his usage rate is for this season is at forty point three. So he's so he's higher than Mike now. But yeah. also, I said as hopefully ski mass uh, Chris Paul, who's been still in checks, um, <laughs> will be able to come back and at least alleviate some of that. I mean, last year was I'm the gonna... highest, and he was at thirty six. I don't feel like if Chris Paul is on the team, James Harden's usage rate should be above thirty six. I think it should. I've watched. I watched the game yesterday against the Nuggets. I think Harden only took, I think, 21 shots. I think he made it a point to, like, yo, we need to get Chris Paul going. And I think that's why a lot of it that they lost the game. I think it was, like, midway through the fourth, and he'd only taken 19 shots. I think Harden actually on this team needs to take about 25 shots a night, minimum. Yeah, I mean. Who the fuck else, especially with Capella out? Who else do you want shooting the ball? Well, what's frustrating is it's the way he's getting the shots. So it's another part of the aesthetics that people don't like because it's ISO. The, the Rockets have distilled the, the, the game of basketball into like the, the the most efficient versions of offense. We're not so like Daryl Morey will say, you know, because you more passes, you want to throw more passes to get open shots. He goes, no, the more passes you throw, the more likely you're going to turn, turn it over. So we we don't want to do that. We want to really just get it to the the one pass we need and the one cut we need, and that's it. So that's what they're doing, and it's not aesthetically pleasing. I will say at that. This you point, know, yeah, but can you, but at this can you point, can you win a championship that way, though? I don't want to know. I don't point, think so. Wait, right? wait, wait. At this point, I don't even, like, because what they started doing is, like, trapping the screen and roll. I wish they would even stop bringing the screen up for Harden. He's going to have to just come up and just ISO. Yeah. Well, right, because if you do that, then they're going to trap him They're going to just anyway. trap the screen, then you right. like, have well, to pass. They're trapping him without a screen. They're just running at him anyway. Just some anybody, games. You some know, games. I think, yeah. I, I think the Pelicans did do that. But yeah. but um, the Nuggets, literally, all they did, every time they sent a screen up, Tory Craig and whoever else would just trap him. Yeah. I'm screening on my TV like, yo, just ISO. Stop sending the screen. Just yeah. ISO, Tory Craig, Harden, take that man. Or you can box in one and just have a guy shadowing at the free throw line just so he can't get he can't drive and you can push him, uh, pressure him as much as you can, knowing there's a guy behind you. Uh, yeah. Do you think his shooting ability will eliminate that though? Well, you know, that's what the Scotty thing comes in when you're talking about how you should defend him and you can yeah. kind of play him on the side yeah. so you can really take away the step back. And if you take away the step back and you know a guy's shadowing him at the elbow, then he can't really drive easily yeah. either. But and the point being that you will give up a shot from somebody else. Now, back in the day, like when Michael was doing it, they used to say, well, let him get his and we'll shut everyone else down and we'll win. And that kind of worked. Um, the only question now is, can you let James Harden get his and win that game? I don't know anymore. I think when you let him get his and he's getting like 50, like I don't think you're winning that game. So the flip side is that is get the ball out of his hands and just beg anybody else on that team, even Chris Paul, to shoot it. 
That to me in the playoffs would be the way you beat. Okay, yeah. so question. So, well, so question. Well, real quick to the, to that point. I even looking at guys like PJ Tucker. PJ Tucker is averaging one uh, one more three attempt than he took last year, but only shooting point zero two percent more than he did last year. But it's still pretty good, right? I mean, I mean, he's still at thirty seven, but I'm just oh, saying, like, he's average. technically taken a whole three more per game. But really, still, he's still hitting them at the same rate that he was last year. Because I see, I'm only mentioning it because I see a lot of Rockets fans being upset with PJ Tucker. And I'm thinking, this what they're what mad the at? Fuck? I mean, right. this, 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 this is what he's here to do. What they're what they're mad at is obviously he shoots 40 percent from the corner. I see him shooting a lot of shots that aren't corner threes. Yeah, a lot I think of that like that's what they're mad at, like where the threes are coming from. But question: You said it about Harden. Do you think Harden is the best offensive player ever? When you look at internal, like whole, obviously scoring, passing, everything. Do you think Harden's the best offense, or or not ever that you've seen that you've had the privilege of um, watching? I mean, listen, I saw Michael, and Michael to me has always been the best you know scorer I've ever seen. Uh, but see, it's deep in the scoring because we because also you got to yeah. put passing in there and everything else. Like offense oh, is more than yeah. just scoring. I mean, he's got. To, I mean, he's changing the rule. He's changed the rules a couple different times already. That's a, that's a pretty big sign of something. Yes. Um, so. So I mean, jeez, he, he's got to be up there, at, you know, at the, at the very, very top. I, I don't even know if I could. Say, Would you say like, he was a top ten offensive player all time? I mean, James Harden. Yeah. I mean, gosh, at this point, yeah, we're at, we're at the golden age of yeah. offense, the way we're running it now. And when he starts doing it, sizing his man up and doing his combos, it's like a, it's like boxing. Like you're watching, yeah. you're like waiting, you know. Yeah. It just when when he sets him up, he goes. It's like an art, which is why to me, it's not. It's it's a, it is aesthetically pleasing. Like I get I mesmerized. I get I mesmerized I only love with it. him. Anybody else that ISOs like that, I'd be like, ugh, pass the ball, move it. But like, I love Kyrie. When he got the only people that really don't like James Harden doing that is really Warriors fans. Let's just be honest. Let's just be honest. Warriors fans. Fans don't, like James, fans don't like James Harden ISO so because don't be wrong. Steph is my favorite. It's my number two favorite player ever. But he runs around screens the whole game, and, uh, yeah. and, 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 and sometimes he'll ISO. Of course, if I'm a Warriors fan, I don't want right. to see James Harden hit somebody with a combo, step back, randomly awkward. I love that awkward, shit. I love like, so you know bad It's just it's it's um, it's it's violently. It's just like uh, it's so impressive. I love you know, it. Through the legs, crossover, through the legs, cross, and, you, and, you, and we all know what's gonna happen. When we all went to the playground. Matter. Did yeah. we run around screens? No, it was you got the ball, move the fuck out my way. <laughs> right. Come on, let's do it. Yeah. I love it. Like Kyrie yeah. and Harden, two of my favorite players to watch. But continue. Right. No, Harden is is top all time. He's top, you know, five. He's got to be top five, top three, top four. I don't know. I look at the list, but yeah, he's got to be skill wise alone. Even if he's like goading for fouls or whatever, it's part of a skill. I interviewed him. I have an interview from like three years, three oh, years no, ago. No. Maybe maybe three or maybe like right when he first got on the on the scene. And I asked him because he was just now then starting to draw fouls. I'm like, is that a skill? And he's just like, yeah, we 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 work on that. I work on how I can do combos and move my body to make sure that we get the contact. That's why Steph doesn't get the calls. He doesn't guarantee that the referee has to make that call. I agree. And, and I, I don't blame him because he's going to get beaten on yeah, all night long. Ankles. I think if I think if he didn't have ankle issues, he might have he might be more of an attacking player like a Kyrie. And he's just simply not. He's not like Harden is big. big. Yeah, yeah. Strong. Harden is a big six five. He's a big six five. He's, yeah. he's yeah. He's, he's six five two twenty. Because I look at D'Lo. You know D'Lo is six five two. Yeah, I, know I didn't even know that. But yeah, like I, I, D'Lo, he's a huge point. D'Lo to me looks like he's six three on the court. No, he Harden, him, he yeah. does to me. I'm, no, he does. he does to me. He does to me. Like when I'm seeing him up against most other guards, I'm like, oh, he just kind of looks whatever. Harden to me doesn't look as small as he actually oh. is. D'Lo in the L.A. was like post, posting up and getting you know outsizing the, his matchups a lot. And I don't know. I gotta watch more Nets games. But he doesn't really yeah. post all right, before we get out of here, super okay. quick fifteen second question: Should Lakers fans still be mad that they traded De, uh, D'Angelo Russell? 
I like Lonzo Ball, man. I like him too. You see, yes, I see. You can come back to Hoops and Bruins anytime, coach. You know, anytime. You're welcome. Come back anytime, coach. And it was the toxic. Remember, he, you know, like. Do you think they should get rid of Lonzo Ball? Actually, the trade that the, I mean, the Lakers reportedly made was like Rondo, Lonzo. Beasley, Kuzma, 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 and and was a first-round pick. Why the fuck would you get rid of both of your point guards? Yeah, why are you trading both of you? I think they knew that they weren't going to accept that trade, and they were just, like, testing the water. Or, 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 I feel like Lakers fans, and this is probably a conspiracy, they think that Woj hates them, and Shams hates the fact that LeBron and his team are, like, controlling things and controlling information. All right. So, like, basically, so basically, like, the Pelicans, as well as, like, those reporters are leaking stuff are, are leaking trades and things that they know aren't the most favorable offers that they might have made might so be. that way they can skew the conversation a little bit more because I mean let's just be frank everybody hates LeBron James the businessman because he's that fucking shrewd of a businessman yeah well LeBron will be the point guard so they could probably justify I don't want to see that shit and like let you know Hart be like the, I don't want to see that shit I don't know uh, no shit. but alright you've been listening on Dash Radio that is the end of Hoops and Brews so thank you for tuning in um, but if you're watching us on YouTube we're about to hop into these last five games of the week and then we're going to get out of here um, basically, we pick one game a day. Um, that game that we think is going to be the game of the day, and we talk about it. Last week, I did fucking amazing. Shout out to everybody that was in the comments. I appreciate you for noticing that. I did amazing. I was within three points, I think, of the Rockets Nuggets score. And when we, we talked were. about, uh, yeah, but you picked the Rockets to win, right. so you lost. I told you, I'm not being uh, as hard But, but you picked the Rockets <laughs> to win, so you lost. Uh, and I think that in the Warriors um, 76ers game, um, you know, people were telling me that basically the whole game plan I said they were going to run, they basically ran that game plan and wound up winning. Um, but games of the week, we have the Nuggets at the Pistons on Monday. The Pistons were a team where I thought that they would be able to you get. We both. No, no, we both. Don't put that on me. No, no. I really thought that they would be able to get to 50, but what I realized is, including just watching Blake out there, like watching his all star compilations, there's nobody, like, as much as I didn't like Chris Paul and Blake, the combination, at least there was somebody else out there to handle the ball. And Reggie Jackson just isn't that guy. So I, the Pistons are one of those teams where I personally, I don't know how they're going to be able to jig it or make it happen. I would love for them to trade to get another ball handler in to be able to help. Yeah, but I don't think that Mike is – who the fuck – like, you think Mike want to take Reggie Jackson? No, I don't think Look, there's no way Everybody already says Michael Jordan is the worst um, GM in history. If, if Michael Jordan trades for Reggie Jackson, the NBA should force him to, to, to get to sell that goddamn franchise. All right, he might not be Donald Sterling, but if you're going to yeah, fucking right. ruin a goddamn business, get your ass out of the front office, Mike. Yeah. Manufacturing exactly. audio tape or something. Exactly, yeah. exactly. So we got Nuggets at Pistons on Monday. Who do you got, Coach? Um, just give us a score and who you got to win. All right, I'm sorry, Pistons and, uh, and um, Nuggets. Nuggets, yes. This is Detroit is at home. Oh, in Detroit. I, I'll, I'll still look at Nuggets. I like, the, I like them a lot. And let's just say um, they're not in altitude, but let's say, let's say the Nuggets win um, 115 to 108. All right, me, I'm actually going to take the Pistons to win this game. Uh, I think that Blake is going to punish Jokic. I think the one, the one, the, the biggest difference in Blake's career to me is when he was on the Clippers and there were smaller men against him, he didn't punish them. He just wanted to yeah. dunk on everybody. Now he is such a good ball handler that he does shit with the basketball. I'm like, I don't even know you can fucking do this, Blake. Like, even the play, I forgot who he was He was being guarded against. The one where he hit the spin around thing, came back behind his legs, and then hit a step back jump. Like, he's, he, he, he made a move, about, yeah. spent the round, did a step back, and switched the three. I've never, I have never, I have never in my life seen him do anything as complicated as that. Usually right. it was pick and roll. Chris Bob, I mean, I'm sorry, Chris Paul occasionally dump you the ball in the paint. You do the little and turn around and then throw the ball up and then we like Blake, what the fuck are you doing? You're bigger and you're 
stronger than everybody else. Just back him down. Now Blake is getting in the paint. Even against the uh, even against the Clippers in that game, right? Montrez and the Clippers normally don't get bullied in the uh, in the front court. Yeah, yeah, they yeah, Blake was Blake, bullying yeah, the Clippers yeah, in the front yeah, court. Yeah, yeah. So I think Blake is gonna bully Jokic. I still think Jokic will put up 25, 10, and six. But I think Blake goes out and drops about like 35, 10, and hopefully you know somebody else on the team can help him put it together. And I think that the Pistons actually win this game. It's gonna be a low scoring one. I'm taking the Pistons to win 109 to 106. Um, I'm gonna pick the Nuggets to win. Um, I just think that the Nuggets have been hot. They've been they they win regardless of who's in the lineup for the it seems like I mean Jamal Murray and Gary Harris did not play they got the Rockets clean out the paint. Mm-hmm. Michael so, on coach of the year do you guys? Ooh, yeah. you know Nick Nurse probably has a, a, a Bud a, man. Nah, I think Bud. Bud. I gotta Bud, give it to Bud. Bud. Oh yeah, I know Bud. Bud. I saw Giannis Bud. do it. I saw Giannis shoot a pull up three. Yeah, yeah, just, get yeah, get that know. shit to Bud. I mean, <laughs> but he's already won. It's already. Yeah, yeah, but but um yeah, I got the um Nuggets winning. I I think they'll keep rolling. Um, I actually think that I think if they win either today or tomorrow, they'll be back on top. No, they're the number conference. one seed technically. Tie with Golden State, but they're above Golden State. Yeah, so I mean, I think that they want to continue to at least try to like win the West. I think that would be huge for them. If they win the West, I'm going with Mike Malone. I'm sorry, you okay. won the West and you got the Warriors in the conference. Yeah, and they didn't. You did make the playoffs. And they've had a lot of people hurt. Yeah, Bucks ain't had that many people hurt. So, but regardless, I'm gonna take Nuggets to win. I'm taking Nuggets to win like uh, one twenty two to. 105. Okay. All right, cool. Moving on. Potential Easter Conference Finals matchup on Tuesday night. We have the Raptors. They play at the Philadelphia 76ers. Oh. Kawhi, to me, is not much. Let's hope PTO Kawhi plays. Yeah, he calls him PTO Kawhi because he's always PTO out. Leonard. Um, okay. I, I, Kawhi, to me, just hasn't been money um, this season. I think that uh, – is Valanciunas still out with the Yeah. Yeah. Valanciunas is out. Joel Embiid is going to put up, I think, 40 and 15 in this game. And I, and I think that the 76ers are actually going to easily win this game. I'm taking them to win 121 to 108. Okay. Let's see. I will say, where is it again? Is it uh, it's, in, it's in Philly. I'm sorry. It's in Philly. Okay. So I'll, t- I'll pick them as well. Um, I don't know if it's going to be that high scoring. I'll say it's going to be like 111. To the, uh, the, um, the fact the that's not win. how scoring now is crazy. One, yeah, right. 111 to <laughs> 105. Okay. We're in the era where 111 points is yeah. not a high I mean, score you were whining about people Vegas. scoring 140 points earlier. Actually, he was one of those guys. I think you were actually on the on the show earlier this season. We were talking about the new defensive rules. Yeah. And I was telling him, just give it some time, and then you'll like it. And now, guess what? Guess what? Somebody said to me this week. You know what? I actually like the new defensive rules. Guys can actually move around, and they're not getting yeah. pulled and grabbed every time. I'm like, oh, I really? I wonder who thought that you would feel that way. <laughs> if you're a great defender, you don't really need to use. I mean, like the way you teach defense, it slides your feet in you. Like when right. you're doing defensive drills, you're well, not teaching somebody to like right. grab. I mean, obviously, when Pagat is so fast, you may have to, and they'll let you get away with it a little bit. But it's like the overly grabbing somebody's jersey you can't do, which you know what, yeah. it's fine. Um, but in this game, yeah, I'm gonna take the Sixers to win. I, I, I don't believe in the Raptors. I think the Raptors are a team that, depending on matchup, could possibly lose in the first round. Ooh, depending I, I on I'm really not upset. I'm really not upset. At depending, that thing. depending on the matchup. I do, I do not like what I'm seeing from the Raptors this year. And too many times in crunch time, Kawhi's having the issue. Remember when LeBron first came to Miami? Yeah. And he would always make the right basketball play? Kawhi had a lot of times this year in the clutch in which I feel like he could have really had MVP moments. And he chose the right basketball play. It's that pop system, though. And, yeah. And, and yeah. Uh, okay. Maybe I can kind of see what you're talking about. But, uh, I mean, they're not going to lose in the first round. I think depending on matchup. Not granted, it was like obviously at the bottom of the East, there's like the Nets, there's the Hornets, but even a team like the Pistons. That I didn't play the Pistons. Like, I don't like, like. I don't think the Pistons are a team the Raptors really want to play. I really don't think they are. 
Because right. Blake and Drummond could low-key be the best two players on the court for seven games in that series. On the lowest of keys. All right. I'm not upset at that. But regardless, I think the 76ers win this matchup. Um, again, I think Embiid is too much to handle. Simmons is playing on a um, different level right now. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to take the Sixers to win. I think the Sixers win this game like uh, 114 to 103. Quick and aside. I think the Sixers, real quick, think they can win win the East. It's very possible. I think they will win the East. Quick aside. I told, But I also told I also told him, told you last year, that I think the Sixers will win a championship before 2020. I think they will be the, the, the team. I said this last year at the beginning of the season. Embiid and Ben Simmons will be the team to dethrone the Warriors. I, I, I still believe that. Either that or free agency. Um, but um, quick aside, because we were talking about this earlier in the season, we said Ben Simmons didn't get better. I'm finally at the point now where I'm noticing that he has actually gotten better. You. He just, he just he had just, to catch a rhythm. He's just not shooting, which is fine. We don't need him to be 6'10". I was looking at that. Some of his advanced numbers are a little bit concerning, like they were better with him off the, on the, off the court mm-hmm. than on. And I know that those numbers are a little skewed in the net ratings, mm-hmm. but like if you're an all-star... You sh- the team should be better when you're on the floor I mean, versus off. I remember when Kawhi off. had like, like the, the defensive defense stuff, yeah, and Gobert with, too. So yeah. right, and defensive stats really are problematic, like in that context. But again, uh, so it, 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 there's some, but something about it, like kind of like we're talking about AD. Sometimes something about Simmons too. I mean, obviously we know it's the, it's yeah. the shooting and they can really yeah. collapse off him, and it's going to be a problem. He's got to prove it for me in the playoffs. I, I listen regular season for sure. No matter where he plays and what the conference doesn't matter, mm-hmm. he's great. I got he's got to prove it. He's got a huge chip on his shoulder to Fair. prove it. This All right, I'm not upset at that. All right, cool. Getting to the last three games of the week. Wednesday we got the Spurs at Warriors. I'm gonna go first. Complete annihilation. One thirty three to one oh eight. Uh, Spurs at Warriors. Yeah, I'll, I'll go with the win. Um, I mean, listen, yeah. So yeah, uh, I'll, I'll say uh, one one twenty nine, one one eighteen. It'll be a little closer. Than that. Yeah, I'm going Warriors. I don't know the Spurs. Just no. I'm going Warriors. I'm going Warriors to win like one thirty four. To 111. All right. All right, cool. Thursday night TNT yeah. matchup. We have the the greatest rivalry yeah. in NBA history, the Lakers. They I'm play ready. in Boston versus the Celtics. LeBron is back. Um, Kyrie gave LeBron that nice little phone call. I'm sorry for being the young guy that was a little too wild, but I think that um, for this matchup, the Lakers' schedule is only going to get progressively harder. And that, to me, was what I was always saying about this team from the beginning. I thought that they would go out, get off to a slow start and have to work their way back into it. But they actually got off to a decent start. Mm-hmm. And now then LeBron gets hurt for a month and now you have to work your way back into that. But I don't think that they're far enough now where there's literally still the Lakers are technically they are five games behind Portland for the fourth seed right now. Portland has 32 wins. I've said this all year and I mean it. If LeBron can't get the Lakers to the, to the playoffs, then I don't really know how valuable LeBron James is anymore. Because at the very bare minimum, LeBron James will be getting you to the playoffs. And if you can't do that in Los Angeles, and everybody is telling me, and I'm telling and I'm telling everybody that they have more talent, more skill, more playmakers, more people that can help him to get uh, get shots, now is the time to do it. So I think that the Lakers actually come out and they beat the living hell out of Boston in Boston tonight. I'm taking the Lakers to win this game 121-107. to Wow. Uh, it's hard to imagine that that would happen in Boston. I'll go Boston, and I'll say, um, you know, uh, 112, 102. This is extremely random. But, man, if the Celtics lose that game, they're going to be calling for – I don't know what they're going to be calling for. Who's head, but – 
I mean, especially because that that night is the it's it's trade deadline night. So so like even at that point, like it's kind of I still honestly I still feel like at this point if I'm Danny Age, I'm gonna sit Kyrie Irving down. I'm be like, hey, bro, let's have this conversation. Let's have a real conversation because I we took these guys to the conference finals last year. Are you here or are you not? And if you aren't here. Let me just get rid of you and you go where you really want to go when you want to go because I'm not going to lose you for nothing. And I think that that's a conversation that needs to be had before Thursday and then they need to make that move. And honestly, if I'm them, fuck it. Where, where do you want to go? I will make sure you get there because we need to get back some value and I don't just need picks for you because honestly, the biggest thing the Celtics are missing are really just bench guys that just know how to shut the fuck up and play their role. Everybody on this team wants to shoot the ball. They want to hold the ball. They want to dribble the ball. That's not the way this works. They need to have an honest conversation. Um, random, you know, Drew Holiday is having a career year. He's averaging 21-8. Um, but regardless, if the team is the same, because granted it's a trade deadline, so who knows? Yeah, for like, the it may be a completely right. different basketball. If Anthony Davis like is suiting up for the Lakers, oh, yeah. my God, dog. Right. But There might only be like eight guys active. The ticket's going to be like $1,000 for 300 levels. But go ahead. if the team is the same, I actually have the Lakers winning this. But I predict that Kyrie will get an ISO on LeBron, and LeBron will go one direction, and Kyrie will be going the other direction. I do predict that. But I think that the Lakers win this game. Like, look, Boston has been hot. Uh, I think they're starting to do for like maybe at least a loss or two. I think they're like eight and two in their last ten or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, I, I think it's time for the Lakers to start back winning. Like, you don't want a, the Clippers to make the playoffs, and you don't make the playoffs, right. but you do not want to happen. Especially when you got LeBron on the team. So I think it's time to start winning. I think that, that this will probably be the beginning of, of a, a road trip for them as well. They're all the way out east. Sometimes you go on a road. Especially this will be probably after the trade deadline um, at yeah. that point. Guys know like, oh shit, I'm here for the rest of the year. Time okay, let's just focus. Um, let's just hoop. I think that this game, again, if everybody is the same, if the lineup is the same, if guys aren't, we can't predict the future. But if guys are still here, I'm picking the Lakers to win. I think the Lakers will win this game like 115 to 108. All right, cool. Last game of the week, Friday, Nuggets at Sixers. Nuggets are basically on an East Coast trip right now. They played Detroit earlier in the the week. Um, This is a huge game, honestly, for both of these teams because I think it's a measuring stick. I think that going against the Warriors is a measuring stick of on any given night, can we beat this team? Mm -hmm. I think that showed them a little bit of what they needed because even Jimmy was off in that game. A couple of the other guys didn't have great shooting nights that night. Really, it was more so Embiid and Simmons kind of controlling the pace of that game. I think this team is so different stylistically from the Warriors because of the fact that Jokic is the main focal point of their offense right now. I think for Philly, where Embiid is the main focal point of their offense, we're going to have a great center matchup, but I think Jokic is going to get destroyed. Embiid is going to put up 35-20 and 20 tonight, and I think that the 76ers win this game 135-125. to 125. It'll be a high scoring one, I think. Well, I'm going to give it to the Sixers, too, because I'm so impressed by how they played against the Warriors, so I'm just going to pick them on that, based on that, so... Uh, it's in Philly? Yes, it's in Philly. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if it's going to be that high scoring. Let's just call it, um, let's say 120, you know, they, on the 114, they win like at a foul at the end and, and make some free throws. The one thing I know is about the Nuggets is like if they can't outscore you, they don't really win, especially in some of these big games. Like they, they let the Warriors put up 51 on them in the first quarter. Even yesterday, the Rockets put up, I think it was like 40 on them okay. in the first quarter. So they have a habit of, 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 if they can't outscore you, we might not win this game. And they've been lucky enough to outscore a lot of teams this year. But I think that Philly, uh, probably the defense player of the year, maybe, and B on it, certain things. And, you I mean, you got Simmons out there. Certain things you're not going to get. I don't think it's going to be that high scoring as well. I think that – I just think that Philly is 
maybe a better team than what Denver is. I think Denver is a little bit deeper, but I think Philly has more star power than what the Nuggets do. And, um, yeah, I'm going to take Philly to win this game at home. I think it's a huge game for both teams. Again, I think that this is one of those games where, like, if if the Nuggets come out and win it, a lot of people are going to think that they're much more legit than what they think right now. But I don't think they will. I think the uh, Sixers win this game. I think they win this game, like, 119 to 109. All right, perfect. So that's been Hoops and Bruce. Thank you guys for watching. Coach, please go ahead. Thank you again for coming. Thank get you, your plug it. in. Let the people know where they can find you at. If you're watching this show, you should know who the fuck he is. But, Coach, <laughs> right. get your plug in. Hey, uh, hey, the guy that delivered my food the other week and recognized me in my house. That was cool. Believe it. Uh, but I went uh, – so B-Ball Breakdown on YouTube, on Twitter, on Instagram, uh, on Facebook. we got all sorts of different kind of content everywhere. Uh, I'm actually starting to sell some encore demos like for coaches. If you want to learn how to coach better and learn some other stuff, uh, that's actually, when i got a yeah, marketplace going. Yo, I might cop one of those. I want to coach one day. I want to coach and I want to GM one day. Right. That's like my main. All right. Well, then you got to sign up for. I just want an all star vote so I cannot vote in Draymond Green. That's all. <laughs> all right. There you go. I mean, I mean, I'm sorry. A Hall of Fame vote so I cannot vote in Draymond Green. Ah, I, oh. I said the other day I think Draymond's the third battle Hall of Fame. I don't know if he's the first battle Hall of Famer. If you look at his numbers yeah. compared to most other Hall of Famers, even a guy like Chris Webber who can't get in. Ultra pedestrian numbers. Well, Rodman's in. He gets in. It's just a question of when, right? Yeah, but Rodman to me is He's way about to me. I, I mean, I think Draymond for this era is the greatest defender uh, we've had. I, he might be, I, to me, I've said it before, yeah, he, yeah, he yeah, might be yeah, the yeah, greatest defender of all time. But only because, you know, they didn't have defensive. Rodman didn't, wasn't able to, like, rotate as much yeah. and switch as much as, as, as Draymond could do. He could have done it, just didn't. Yeah. Draymond switches plays all positions, rotates, quarterbacks, all that. It's so impressive to me that he deserves to be in it. But uh, I don't know how that whole thing works. It might not, yeah, it'll yeah. probably take a little while. Whatever. Yeah. We need to get Coach Hall of Fame vote, too. Uh, but yeah, it's been your boy TPJ. Find me on Twitter, Instagram at Real TPJ. That's R E L T P J. It's a film joke. If you don't get it, you damn dummy. And as always, on Hoops and Brews, we drink beer, we talk basketball. Today, I provided uh, the alcohol. Today, we have the sampler from the Sierra Nevada. So basically, what it has in it, it has like six different beers. There's Hop Solo. There's Hell's um, in the Tropics. There's the 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 normal Sierra Nevada Pale Ale, which if you don't know what that is, you probably shouldn't be drinking anyways. Um, the Tropical Torpedo, as well as they have one that's called Roofless, which is the first beer I had today. It's a rye IPA, as well as they have a sidecar um, um, brew as well. Really good. Thoughts on the beer today, guys? Liked oh, yeah. it? Liked everything? Good All right. Stuff. Perfect. So, as always, you know the show, co-stars, rapper extraordinaire, Pavy. Go ahead, get your plug as in. As always, guys, follow me on Twitter at Pavy World, P-A-V-Y World, all one world. Roller Day City is out right now. Pavers Volume 1 is out right now. Make sure you guys go get it all. All right, cool. So, in terms of title, um, you know, episode titles, we have Chris Bosh like in it. Toronto is greater than AD or Harden is top five on offense ever. Or, or, or Harden is top five. Yeah, top five I mean, ever on offense. I, I think that's the one. Which I mean, one? Harden is top five. Yeah, Harden. yeah, Warriors fans are going to free. But he takes 50 free throws a game. And then uh, my, my only retweet, well, my only retweet, I mean, reply would be, look at Michael Jordan in 1987. Is Michael Jordan the greatest scorer of all time? And when they say yes, I'm going to say, shut your ass up then. It's been Hoops and Brews. We appreciate you guys. Love you guys. Make sure you subscribe. Hit like. Thank you. Appreciate it. She said she loved me. I'm a threat. She riding with me. She sided with me.